Yo, what up? It's your boy, Imperator Rose. Check this out. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and don't really know where to start, just know that Anchor is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. Let me tell you how. First off, it's free. And I mean, who doesn't like free, right? They even have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're really trying to make it happen, make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And it's your boy, Imperator Rose. And it's that dude called Theory. And this right here is Stop the Foolishness. Where each week, this trio of primos will give you our take on some of the most foolish shit that's happened around the country from this past week. From politics to pop culture, nothing's off limits in this war room. Yo, it sure ain't. So if you're trying to figure out how this country got to this point, then come kick it with us each week as we do our best to try and stop the foolishness. Yo, what up? Welcome back to Stop the Foolishness. This is episode 2 2. 22. Episode 22. Second episode of the year into the new year 2021. Uh, how y'all doing this week, y'all? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Okay, yeah. that's amazing because uh, I'm not very optimistic for the future, y'all. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I am. Uh, I, I gotta, I'm not very optimistic. You know, we uh <laughs> we ended 2020 thinking that like you know that was okay. We got this year out the way. Okay, God re- rebooted America. Uh, he he rebooted the world. We're starting over. 2021 is our year. I don't think it's our year, y'all. I don't. I don't think that uh, <laughs> this shit is about Damn. to let up. I don't, man. The the negative energy is at an all time high right now. All time. High. <laughs> it's at an all time high. And, that positive energy shit huh? oh yeah so it's that flat tire that you couldn't take off yesterday bruh whoa whoa wait a minute whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah we're about to put it all in yeah. the this this nigga here streets, right? <laughs> this nigga right here y'all so uh before we get into your shit let's go ahead <laughs> welcome back y'all this is stop the foolishness uh if you're first time tuning in thank you if it's your 22nd time tuning in as always you've been the realest so uh each week we come to you we bring you the most foolish shit that happened in america or across the world from the past week and we talk about it um uh, but our finishing segment we give you the most foolish story each of us uh and you get the opportunity to go vote at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com for who you thought who you thought brought the most foolish story of the week. So uh each month we're gonna tally all the votes up and at the end of the month we will reveal who the winner is. And so as of right now, after the very first week that we decided to do this, currently leading us with a total of three votes. <laughs> uh Mr. Coat Theory himself. <laughs> I mean, you only, you only winning by one vote. Uh, (laughs) 
Coming in second as of right now, uh, your boy Imperator Rose with a solid two votes, holding it down. And as with uh, some bullshit. No vote. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single vote. So wow. here's the here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, sis. Because I, I really want you to understand this. Don't feel ashamed because Cuz has a, one person that no matter what is going to vote. Is going to vote like you know what? no You're matter right what. Because right the the week that. where you clearly had the most foolish story, they still went and voted. And Cuz claims, and, and they still voted that for him. Whole- Part. And Cuz claim that he just tells them, "Yo, just go vote." He don't tell them to vote I for him. And it's I also, it's also not. You say, and it's also you. You doing that bedroom talk? You sweet talking? Yeah. You doing that pillow talk? Yeah, baby. You know what's up? Yeah. You know you got vote for me. You know so I can win this. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Yo, yeah, so I know what you're doing. Yeah, so Cuz, so don't even trip. Cuz gonna get. A vote every week because there is somebody, one of these people, that like him enough that vote for him every fucking week, no matter what. He can have no, the wackiest well story I ever. Had a foolish ass story. No, Get the that, hell out of here. That with week, that, that week where you ran the tables, where he got that last vote in, it was either him or the person that votes for him every fucking that week. That part. So uh, I don't know at this point. I kind of still think it'd be him, but you don't. I don't know. No, I've never, I've never voted for myself. Never. I've thought know. about it. I've definitely thought about it, but That's I've been never. Some strange voted for coincidence. Some strange coincidences. Okay, bro. Hey, you know, so you can't make this stuff up with me, man. You know, so my life is like a movie, man. Like literally. Okay. All right. Whatever, man. So before we get into what we do here, y'all, we need to get on Cuz here for a second, y'all, because Cuz had a moment yesterday. Um, that you know, to be honest with you, I was like. I was, you know, I was, I guess I'm so used to niggas walking to my store and not knowing what the fuck to do that honestly I didn't think it was that big a deal. But as I reflected on it today, I realized Cuz didn't have a single inclination of anything of what he needed to fucking do back there yesterday. Look, I just gotta tell our people wait I had minute, the best I laugh know. of my life last <laughs> night. Like y'all not understanding. I was in tears, my stomach was hurting. Oh man. This was an epic moment everyone that i will never forget so never came across a flat tire yesterday and to say that he struggled to put on the spare would be an understatement <laughs> of the century yeah. <laughs> didn't even know how to remove the spare tire from the back of the trunk <laughs> <laughs> and they said, this hoe was bolted in. <laughs> so that hoe was bolted in. He's like, I'll remove this hoe. It's bolted in. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> that, that shit. That shit alone had me dying. And when I was all like, oh, cuz you gotta get up on there and look. And he was all like, oh, no, nah, I'm too clean for that. <laughs> Can I not just feel around? <laughs> okay, just go ahead and bend the frame in, nigga. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Oh, my God. Way too pretty for that shit. That nigga say he way too pretty for that shit. Yo, you know what got me, though? The whole, uh, when he was trying to loosen the, the, uh, yeah. I thought he was doing that shit behind him. Yes. (laughs) At first, I thought nigga was trying to do that shit behind him. I was like, I know this nigga ain't trying to twist this shit off by hand, bro. He said, uh. (laughs) 
Oh, my back. <laughs> no, my back. I, I really hurt my back. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my oh. oh, Jesus. I needed that, man. Okay, oh, but that's enough of bagging on cuz, y'all. But just know that, like, if y'all are ever in a jam, y'all kick it was one day, cuz would not be able to get you out of it. Because that, that nigga could not figure out how to get the motherfucking spare tire out the back of the trunk. Okay, all right. So let's keep it pushing now. Let's go ahead and get into these arcs of the week, though. <laughs> Y'all here, cuz you up first. So, um, I mean, we kind of touched on it, you know, a little bit, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I know these niggas are gonna keep the face. <laughs> Because oh, it was giving that nigga a hell. <laughs> Yo, oh, I don't know if your I don't know if your irk should be the fact you got a flat tire. Your irk is because your black ass didn't know how to change it. <laughs> it was one of the two. Oh man, I mean he didn't know what to do at all. <laughs> not nothing. Not, I did. not oh, nothing. Dog, quit your lying. I did learn some stuff. Exactly. Dog, stop. Nigga, you a full blown lie, dog. You forget who you talking to. We saw the look in your face. We saw you like nigga. You, you had face no clue us. of what going. Exactly. <laughs> Why would you FaceTime us, nigga? You knew what to do. Us seeking for help. <laughs> Yo, this nigga. This nigga. Oh man. <laughs> oh, cuz. But give us if your, clueless give was us, a picture last night. It was your face, my nigga. Like, give, just give facts. us your experience, cuz. How 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 was your experience trying to replace your flat tire? Actually, so really, all I knew was is that obviously you got to jack up the car, and then you got to you know loosen the you know what I'm saying loosen the little nuts or whatever, take it off, pop it on, put the nuts on. I mean, you now, knew to do that. Oh, okay. yeah, I knew to do that. I mean, you knew that was but the process. The other, yeah, the other things that got me was I didn't know this. <laughs> I didn't know the motherfucking spare tire was bolted down. <laughs> I was just like, like this shit supposed to just sit there and I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that that shit will live in my brain rent free for the rest of my life, okay. dog. That nigga said, "Oh no, this all bolted in here. This all bolted in." I was supposed to get this out here. was bolted, yo. I can't. Oh, so, I y'all, that. like real talk, y'all. We oh. cannot make this shit up. Like, you just cannot. Oh my god, make niggas this got no up. life skills, bro. <laughs> like, None. <laughs> None. Nigga got no life skills, man. Yo, he was so, a maintenance man too, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and when he first figured out, when I first told him what his shit was to finally get it out of there, that nigga started tightening that hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god man oh man Ooh, I oh, needed that but, laugh. but you also you also did teach me though um uh you had taught me what the little security thing was little security net or whatever because oh, i okay. never i'd have never figured that out oh my gosh yeah, i been cranking on that bitch I <laughs> <laughs> 
He's talking about a wheel lock, y'all. That's what he's yeah, talking about. Yeah, wheel lock. Yeah. <laughs> that thing. I uh, never heard of that before. Never heard of that before. Okay. I, I, get, I, I give you... So, listen. So, like I, like I was talking about in the group chat, man, I don't be tripping on niggas that um, don't know how to do shit, right? Because one, niggas may have... Somebody got to teach you, right? So, if ain't nobody ever taught you, obviously, you, can't, you ain't going to know how to do it. But I just seen a lot of niggas pull up into my spot, man, and just sorry ass niggas pull up chick come inside do check engine light she bought some oil shit i walk outside she pouring the oil it's grown ass nigga sitting in the car seat the worst shit that ever occurred at my store man it was this older gentleman this is back before i was a store manager he was walking in through the door okay motherfucker had a battery and he was on a cane and i could see and I hear him ran to the door right i could see he could barely open it hold the battery and walk in he had a battery that was under warranty it was bad. I swapped that shit out. And I was all like, uh, I carried this out there for you, sir. And he was real hesitant. He was all like, no, 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 that's okay. I was like, no, sir, I got it. I mean, like, you can't carry this battery, you know, and yeah. walk on a game. Like, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go outside, and this nigga has two grown-ass children. When I say grown, I mean 17 years old minimum. Are you Just serious? sitting in the fucking car, man. <laughs> they need wow. that ass love. <laughs> and I'm like, what the up. fuck? Yeah, no, that would have been my that would have been my exact. Bro, I wanted to throw right the battery there. on the fucking ground, man. Like, what the I fuck? Throw the battery on the ground. <laughs> like, yo, man, you got grown ass men in the car. You in know that, car. right? Like, what exactly? Like, <clears throat> fuck. You could make their ass get out the car and say, "Nigga, hold this battery, do like, something." Bro, what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was a pride thing. I don't know. You can't judge a book by its cover, man. Maybe they tried to help, and you know he get upset and shit because he on a cane. You know, sometimes people be like, and that. it's I true too. Some I don't know. I'm just, about that, I'm just spitballing here to get to give some slight credit because I know these two grown ass kids who had a daddy or a granddaddy on a fucking cane didn't sit in the car and watch this nigga <laughs> carry that battery in there and then <laughs> offer the help. I just refuse to believe that shit happened. To believe that. But mm-hmm. yeah, by far that was the the worst thing I ever seen in my life, man. I was all like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. But that's crazy. So, because you at least tried to replace your flat. I mean, you did replace. Yeah, you, know, I did, yeah, so, you, know, you ain't a completely sorry safely. ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? I got home safe. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I was a bit worried about you driving. That, that shit just fly off. I'm not gonna even front. Yeah, because when you got off, a, when you got off a FaceTime, I halfway wanted to call you back and be like, make sure you tighten them bitches down. No, nah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I did. I, I tightened them bitches. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, well, I, I assume you did because you made it to the crib. So. Yeah. Yeah. Made right. it home and everything. See. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, guys, I ain't judging, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just, okay. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Oh, man. We'll Y'all be know forever etched in my, my extra, mind. I had to add my extra sauce in there. But, yo, them lug nuts was really hard. Like, I mean, I was, I was, you know, messing around, but, nigga, I, I mean, them shits was tight. I was like, yo, them shits was hurting my hand. I was twisting that thing. <laughs> weak, weak ass nigga, man. Nigga, oh, weak. He was man. struggling to break them motherfucking. Like, damn, what they got to be that tight? Struggling to break them motherfucking bolts. Then he's about, oh, now I know how to change the tires. Now I can be telling lady, I know how to change it. Slow down, Bob the Builder. Uh, you, you ain't you ain't know how to change no tires like that. Trust and believe. They'll get the real Hollywood story once I'm done with them. Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, man. All right, because you done with yours? Because y'all should yes. self inflicted. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Self inflicted like you everything know, else in his life actually, usually is. <laughs> Actually, actually, my irk is the city of Phoenix, man, because it's goddamn potholes, man. Because that's what the fuck. <laughs> oh, well, shit, happened? nigga. Move to Houston, yeah. nigga. Yeah. Shit, nigga. Potholes galore out here, nigga, on some streets. <laughs> nigga, might as well not even be a street. Might as well just be one big ass hole. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Okay. All right. Let's get into my shit. So <clears throat> my arc of the week is none other than the Houston Texans. And I don't know for the life of me what these people are thinking, but for the first time ever, the Houston have a Houston Texans have a bona fide top five QB. Like at one point in time, Matt Schaub led the league in like passing, but he was never a top five. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. even the year that he finished with the most passing yards, you could might consider him a top ten QB that year, but he was never a top top fifteen at best at any point in time in his career. So we have a legitimate top five, probably the 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 second best QB um, as far as like who you would start a franchise behind, probably the second, second top, you know, probably be Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, depending on your flavor. And then, you know, you can reel it off from there, but he was a starter franchise today. Like it'd be Patrick. Then it's probably Deshaun Watson. So uh, the Texans over the past weekend or last week, sometime uh, they decided to hire um, Nick Casario from the New England Patriots as the GM. And at the time, I didn't think much of it because I was all like, oh, I guess that kind of makes sense. I mean, they make good personnel decisions. They don't pay anybody because they cheat. So um, I don't know how that's just going to work out unless we start cheating. But either way, I was like, fuck it. You know, he might be good at his job. But then a report comes out that like Deshaun Watson is upset because he told a uh, management at least gave him the idea that he was going to be somewhat involved in the decisions. Now, again, I'm a manager. I manage people. For the most part, I don't really give a fuck how my niggas feel. Nigga, I run this motherfucking nigga. And you know what I'm saying? You just need to bring your ass to work and do your fucking job. Right. But at the same time, sports operates a tad bit differently than your everyday motherfucking job. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas can't request trades. And on top of that, you only get these niggas for a certain amount of time. So if you do not take care of these niggas, these niggas do have the opportunity to leave your ass. So, of course, no, Deshaun Watson isn't getting traded, right? Because all these rumors came out that Deshaun Watson is up for trade, all this other bullshit. He might get traded or he might request a trade. Ain't no fucking way. The only way you get Deshaun Watson is if you give up, like, six first-round draft picks. That's the only way. Like, it's just not possible for him to get traded. But it is possible that he might have done this or leaked this information. So that way the Texans could interview the head coach that he really wanted because Eric, the enemy, who is the offensive coordinator, for the Kansas City Chiefs, who is like <clears throat> the number one head coaching candidate in the all of NFL, they didn't even call, they hadn't even requested to interview him until today. Today, they finally decided to interview him. The person who is responsible behind Patrick's Mahomes' success, they just decided to interview this man today. He was cons- widely considered the number one candidate last year. Definitely going into this year, again, the number one candidate to interview and they decided not to interview him. Mind you, this is a black man. Now, report came out two days ago that the Houston Texans spent over a hundred, spent over, spent <clears throat> hundreds of thousands of dollars to a firm to figure out who the next general GM should be. And they decided that it should be Omar Khan is who the Texans should hire or at least put at the top of their list. Another black man, the Texans did not even bring him in for an interview. Damn. So I am starting to believe, which if you're from Houston, you already think this anyway, that the McNairs might be a little racist. Just a tad bit. Because 
it was also once they said we can't let the uh you know what I'm saying let yeah, the yeah, yeah. run See, the that's asylum. why I'm, that's why I'm going next. <laughs> Our owner is also the motherfucker that said that we can't let the inmates run the prison. That's the same motherfucker there. So, you know, Shannon Sharp said it best. You know, if that's who the father was, you know, the son can't fall too far from the tree, right? So essentially, Deshaun Watson is upset. Uh, hopefully, this shit can be rectified. It can be fixed if they hire Eric Bieniemy. But honestly, after all this shit has gone down, would he even want to come here? You know what I'm saying? Like he he got his pick at the litter. I mean, he's gonna get interviewed by every of. Oh, coaching open vacancy you know he got his pick at the litter right and the Chargers is a realistic play that boy justin herbert ain't no ain't no joke bro like he can slang it so he equally is just another good option to go to like the texans just ain't the only place that is it's just it's mad annoying i know for a fact had the texans handled this right we would have got the coach we wanted could have got a dope ass gm but these motherfuckers dropped the ball. I'm just so annoyed. And on top of that, the only thing that is more annoying than all of that shit altogether is the fact that we hired another person from the New England Patriots. And I cannot stress this shit enough. The New England Patriots, the 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 Bill Belichick coaching tree is the most massive failure of coaching trees in the entire fucking world. There's not yeah, a single don't do shit. <laughs> there's not a single coach like I I, t- I tell people this all the time, bro. Like no bullshit. There is no indictment on the fact that they cheat. Okay, because niggas will argue. There's no indictment harder that they that they cheat like a motherfucker, or that Tom Brady is just that fucking great. Other than the fact that every coach that has come from under Bill Belichick has been garbage, has done nothing, have been massive failures. As mediocre as Bill O'Brien was, he was the most successful, hands down, of anybody that came from under Bill uh, Bill Belichick, and he wasn't even with him for that long. And I don't understand why people keep hiring people from them. They suck, bro. Like Matt Patricia just got fired. He didn't do yeah, nothing, he just got bro. Fired from Detroit, yeah, bro. But if you look at the Andy Reid coaching tree, Ron Rivera, Doug Peterson, you go down the fucking list. They all either been to Eastern Western Conference championships, Super Bowls, won Super Bowls. Everybody that's come from under Andy Reid has been successful. Everybody that's come from under Bill Belichick has been trash, garbage, bro. I'm tired of it. All right, that's my record of the week, man. Houston, Texas, get your shit together. Lifelong fan here. I finally don't give a fuck if y'all win or lose anymore, but god damn it, can y'all at least try? Fuck. All right. Well spoken. Well spoken, cuz. Ash is over there like, uh, can I come back? So now? lost and confused. <laughs> yeah. It's you okay. Know, you know, when y'all get the niggas will understand. The sports thing, I kind of fade out in the background. Niggas will understand. Niggas exactly. will understand. Exactly. And that's all that matters. They understand my frustration, especially my niggas from the H. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So my irk I came across today actually. What the fuck? So apparently, so every year we get bonuses, raises in the month of March. Okay. Okay. Uh based off our performances, you know, our work and whatever from the year before. Uh we get, you know, performance reviews. Like my boss will review with me, Ashley, you're doing a phenomenal job or you're doing a horrible job, whatever the case may be. You know, whatever circumstances. I'm okay. always getting good reviews because I'm good at my job. Okay. But th- this is what they change. So apparently the way they're going to do it this year is where um they're pretty much gonna put you putting everybody as equals. So that means huh? if I ain't shit worker do half the shit they supposed to, 
and then you got people like me or others who bust their ass, we still get the same, we still get the same reviews. We still consider phenomenal workers and still get the same kind of raise. Nigga, what? That part. Huh? That part. Is this some COVID related, like, change? I have no clue. This came out today. My boss, we got a a group email and then he backdoored email to break it down exactly what they were talking about. And that's exactly what they're talking about. So I said, so you telling me Joe Smo, who probably missed half of work, do whatever they want to do. Don't put in half the efforts, get to get the same raise I get who do put in the work, the time and the efforts or anybody else like me, who's putting in the hard work, time and the efforts that that's what you're telling me. So we're both going to be looked at as equals. We're both going to be looked at as exceptional workers. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, that So, okay, okay. Cause the way it is, uh, obviously based on your performance, that's how you get your raise. So of course, if my boss do, you know, my boss come to you. Okay. Ralph, you know, you were kind of lacking. This isn't that we're going to give you a 1% raise. He come to me and say, Ashley, you've been doing an awesome job. I'm giving you a 3% raise. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But now they doing it to where they can't do that. So my boss has no control over how he can try to either lower it or higher it to, you know, the way he wants to. Pretty much everybody's just going to get the same thing across the board. See, that's how you create um, shitty ass employees. A- absolutely because why try if like i'm gonna get the yeah, same exactly. race as a nigga that don't do half of but what i do that's exactly what i said today and i you know i had emailed my boss to the side i said ah, okay boss so how you feel about this he's he like you already know how i feel about this not everybody works you know about performance is equal and i said i kind of figured you felt that way you know just seeing wheels on the same page like he's he's pretty hot about it he's like that's bullshit because he know he has good hard workers out there and he know he got the shit ones but then, yeah, everybody going to be getting paid the same thing. I'm like, not just that, but just like Brett said, like you're opening up a can of worms. So you, if you had problem childs before, you if you think they're going to get any better? Hell no, nah, because at the end of the day, they're going to say, well, shit, I'm still going to get paid regardless. So why do I have to put in the extra effort? Why do I have to put in the extra time? Why do that's I have insane. to do this? You get what I'm saying? Because I'm still going to be getting paid at the end of it. That's a yeah. That's a terrible terrible strategy (laughs) I honestly don't I don't know I really don't know how or why they came up with the situation I you know I mean one of my students kind of made his assumptions he was like I think it's stupid he was like the only thing I can think of you know we did do very well during COVID or whatever and maybe they just want to share the money across the board with everybody fairly, I don't know. But he's at the end of the day, I, I'm with you. It's still stupid because he's like, like you said, you got people like us that come to work all day, every day, try to do the best we can. And then you got the ones who don't put in the hard work and effort. But then, yeah, you still coming out on top at the end of the day. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, this yeah, is crazy. It's like a big slap in the face. It's like, what, 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 what is my purpose here then? Like, why am I putting this hard work into something where you're just going to look at us the same. Yeah, you, uh, I don't, yeah, okay, all right, all right, good job to them, um, for coming up that stupid <laughs> ass. I told, I told y'all, man, listen, what happens is, is whenever you get up into this upper level management shit, man, uh-huh. you just lose mm-hmm. all sense of, like, reality, right? Like, oh, like, you just hear an idea, and it's a great fucking idea because you came up with it. Like, exactly. whoever came up with this idea, I guarantee you it was somebody upper, and everybody in the room was just afraid to tell him how stupid of an oh, idea absolutely. that was. absolutely. 
Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's really how this shit goes down. Like they was just everybody in the room was confused and was all like, and he was all like, you know what we should really do? Like, like we should just give everyone the same fucking race. Fuck performance, right? Like, just give everyone the same fucking Yo, race. That's everyone exactly feel good. What that email maybe said. they'll do better. like in a professional Fuck way. Good. Fuck performance. Everybody gets a raise. Yeah, that's exactly what that email said. Yeah, because because see me personally. I believe everyone should get something right, but I definitely use that shit to my advantage, right? Because there's definitely some niggas I've given 10 cents to. And oh, absolutely. My goal was either for them niggas to quit or get better. One of the two happened. I can guarantee it. Get and you know, 10 it, cents. It went, exactly. But you know what's crazy? Like, it also goes for me, too. So that means when I do my performance reviews for my supervisors, it's the same way. I can't do, because there was a way where I rate my supervisors either um, need improvement or strong performer or, yeah, right? you know, whatever, whatever. I can't even do that anymore. Yeah. Like, so I don't even have a say in what they get or what they don't get. You, you get what I'm saying? It's, just, it's, it's, it's it, you know, it's great. And I've always been a fair person. Like, you know, I mean, I'm going to give you where you think, like, I see the hard work you do. You can improve here or whatever, whatever. I've always been fair in that, but it's just like, wow you know it's like so how do we hold our people accountable how do we show them like how do you you have that conversation with the supervisor that really needs improvement who have been doing awful say look you your attendance is horrible you need improvement here 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 here's a four percent raise yeah here go a five percent raise you you get what i'm saying (laughs) like you know it's like wait what okay exactly appreciate you that part right there like how how do you even have that conversation? It's like, this is crazy to me, but you yeah. know what? No, no, I At get the it. end of the day, I'm still blessed. I'm still grateful for it. You know, I do love my job. I worked hard to get where I'm at. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing because, you know, they decided up and do this, but I just had to put it out there. Like, yeah, the shit's crazy. Like I just, it's crazy. Who knows, man? Y'all Absolutely got crazy. Y'all got, y'all also have, um, y'all also have, uh, with some people that go to bat for y'all up there, uh, unions, so we don't know what the union plate is, right? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Unions are for the hourly employees. Management don't have unions. Oh, so this is just strictly like salary. This is people. for uh, yes. This is ah, for okay. salary people. This is for management, managers, supervisors. Strictly salary pe- people. I uh, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, welcome to corporate America, y'all. That part. Uh, like I said them niggas get up there, bro, and they just lose their shit, man. And then the nigga that thought of this shit, he was a higher up that nobody wanted to like go against and they just ran with that shit so that's just how that shit go that's crazy yep alright so uh, cuz you need to go work for them cuz then you cannot be shitting you know still get, <laughs> you know still, I mean you know I mean <laughs> still get uh, you know I, like, well, I started to use his ass as a prime example you know what I mean like this nigga over here at work ain't shit don't do shit damn, damn. 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 You know? He'd be like, yeah, cuz, guess what, cuz, I just got a 3% raise. Nigga, for what? Like, you know? Damn. Damn. She's going to ham on cuz. Cuz ain't yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Nigga over here work watching football. You know, that's what I'm talking about. That part right there. That whole part right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Right, so, so it's calm down, man. Cuz ain't do nothing, man. Cuz. Cuz ain't do nothing, man. Cuz just. I got, you know, I got in just, the moment. I got heat in the clock moment. In, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, just, damn. That's crazy. Cuz, like, at least I come to work. You know, I really do. I go to work. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know, cuz, cuz, like, you don't go to work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that part. This exactly. nigga here, man. All right. Thank you for the opportunity, but uh, I'm good. With I'm that. good. Get out of here with that. <laughs> and, this, and this nigga here. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So that's our Irks of the Week. Uh, if y'all have an Irk of the Week, make sure you write into us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com. So now let's get into this foolishness from social media. Yeah. So first up is this Kanye West shit. <laughs> so if you haven't heard, yeah. rumor dropped last week <laughs> uh, that Kanye West was uh, not a rumor. I guess it's all but been confirmed now that Kanye West is getting a divorce, right? Like mm-hmm. it's kind of known now. First, it was like kind of like a rumor because Kanye had been living in like their Wyoming uh, ranch house or whatever. Um, oh, so it is official. I'm sorry, I honestly didn't know that. I thought I mean, they it's, were still it's going back and forth. I mean, like I said, the the, the rumors are so dense now that you can yeah. all but confirm that. I mean, it's all but confirmed that. Oh, I got basically you, I got him and Kim are like splitting, and like he's been supposedly he's like been living in the Wyoming place. They've been at you know I don't know where they're. Regardless, I'm sure it's not like LA or some shit. Uh, she's been like, you know, like in LA, uh, with the kids because you know they're trying to, you know, not get the kids involved and stuff like that. So in which case, um, and so yes, I've been but confirmed that you know they're basically gonna get a divorce. So this chick, Ava Louise, I got no idea who this chick is. Um, but I seen it through the Barstool Sports page that she dropped a rumor that this nigga, uh, that they were getting divorced. Because he had been uh, supposedly cheating with Kim K with some celebrity. Um, Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star. He's a, a makeup uh, artist, influencer, celebrity. Yeah. Okay. And I'm presuming a homosexual. Yes, he is. Okay. So. I'm presuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just saying. No, you know? yes, he is. <laughs> I mean, at this point, they sleeping together, right? They're both homosexuals, if the rumor was true. Uh, but. Uh, at the time, whenever it dropped, right, everybody was all like, "Oh shit, this shit is crazy." She had got like eight million views on like fucking TikTok, and a cup a day or two later after that, she had got a letter from Kim K. And uh, let me tell you, t- y'all tell me what this sounds like. Hey TikTok, so I had to make an emergency visit to my shopper's office. To get an outfit for court because Kim Kardashian's literally suing me. Like, thanks, bitch. I need an excuse to shop anyway. Bring it on. People are so ignorant. I mean, bro. <laughs> hey, you what got, the hell is you that? got some serious dumbass <laughs> like, people, bro. Like, nigga. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. So if you didn't, so if you thought that wasn't bad enough, because right, because the original video, she just hints at shit, right? So I was gonna play that, but she doesn't actually say anything in the video. She hints at it. So followed by this video, which was dropped by. This other guy who he was smart enough to delete his shit because he eventually realized that like, yo, like, yo, these niggas got like real bread and like will actually come for niggas. Like, like, yeah. So I need niggas to understand that like, yeah, like, like these niggas got like real bread and will actually come for me. But let me get this dude's name real quick so we can make sure to get this nigga credit. <laughs> I forgot to give him credit, but uh, this nigga Patty Pop Culture, because he the one that like really like talked about this. He put it together in his own video. He does like a little rumor thing on TikTok. So Patty Pop Culture, he finally released this a few days ago to shed some light on the real situation. Eva Louise 
has said. She completely made up the rumors. Listen to this audio message as she just posted. Dude, I will made this entire scandal up. There is literally not one bit of truth to anything I have said. I just tricked the entire world into talking about me again because I was on a lot of Adderall and board. <laughs> what the hell? She said I was on a lot of Adderall. You had me exhausted. She made this video and swore it was true and used Kim and Kanye's divorce and the already existing Kanye gay rumors to make this perfect rumor to go mainstream. She committed so hard and risked getting sued. She went on drama alert and made up the whole story about her friend being a lawyer and Kim telling him about Jeffrey. I found out firsthand. She got her friend Cole involved so he can get some clout too. She made such a powerful rumor that national news was talking about it. Am I mad? No. She got me an insider, Clever News, Business Insider, Yahoo News, Barstool Sports, and got me a bag. Thank you. Uh, so eventually, mm, mm, mm. come to find out, she made all this shit up. But the internet had went crazy with this crazy. shit. Like they ran with it's it. It's like all I've seen on Twitter. With like, no for proof, like the entire weekend. No evidence, no investigate, no nothing. They just ran with it. Cause see the thing is, is that like I don't know who this chick is, but like she has some like some following, right? So she's a social influencer. I, I don't know what she's really famous for, uh. But <laughs> essentially, like they believe that she running these kind of circles, right? So they believe that she talked to the kind of people that would have the inside scoop mm-hmm. on that shit. And like the video that she originally made, where she just like hinting at shit, and she got eight million views. Followed by the next video where isn't that crazy? Yeah, where like she pointed out the dude face. That shit got like seven million views. So, like, it just goes to show you that n- 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 clout is at an all-time high. Like, niggas is doing all shit time. for clout. Yeah. And we're going to talk about this shit later because niggas was super clout chasing in the fucking capital. You know what I'm saying? When they did they shit. But I'll just these, these niggas is all capped these days, bro. Like, God. And it's crazy because the internet has made these influencers influencers so so powerful that they could just make a fucking tiktok video and like now that's the narrative you know what i'm saying like fuck fuck talking to people fuck getting the real story you know what i'm saying here was somebody that just made a fucking tiktok video hinting at the shit she didn't even say that shit she just hinted at it hinted yeah and, and that's where we're at and they just again ran with it i mean no hesitation they just said pew now, <laughs> they just took off with it. This shit here, I gotta give it to her. She got massive balls. Cause she hasn't taken down a single fucking thing. The other dude Oh, she hasn't? She hasn't taken down a But the other dude, he deleted other all the dude, shit. he took down that video, the one yeah. I played. But the one yeah. where where he originally like went like viral for, he didn't take that down because in that video he did say this is unconfirmed and something, unconfirmed source or some shit like that. All this is an unconfirmed rumor. You know what I'm saying? That's okay, basically what he. So that that covers his. So ass. His, his, it saved his ass in that one, right? But that video yeah. right there, like, yeah, he took that shit down. But she like did the little duet thing with TikTok, so that's how I was able to get it. But yeah, he had, he had taken that shit down. He's all like, no, nah, I'm not playing with these niggas. Like they got like a lot of money that I can't like even go to bat with. But yeah, this 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 chick here, she clearly don't give a fuck. She just wanted people that just want to see the world burn. You know what I'm saying? And you know. She's all about oh, the attention. She was on Adderall and she was bored. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you want to ruin people's lives because you're on Adderall and bored. That, that's what you want to do. If that ain't the, some of the whitest shit I've heard in a Yo, long time. Like, <laughs> and you know, it's pretty, it's pretty messed up because you got people out there like that. Like, they they will the do fuck? whatever they want to do because they bored and they just want to stir up shit. Because you were bored? 
Nigga, <laughs> what? Adderall, some Adderall. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga. Oh, man. I could see if it was just like some recording or some shit like that where they were like smoking weed shit. You know, niggas start smoking weed, start saying stupid shit. She was all like, yo, didn't no boy just move to Wyoming too? Yo, do but you see, think that's it's a, you know like what? it didn't happen that way? She literally just made these shit up. Yo, you know? but you know, I don't know which is worse though. Like her just being on Adderall board, or the fact that how so many people were so quick just to run with it, like with no kind of evidence, hence nothing. Like usually when something like that happened, because you don't saw a picture come out with them together holding something, hands right? or a video or a clip, or there was a text message that was, you know, given between the two or one of them hit each other up in each other's DM, something, something, yeah. something. Yo, man, no, that, uh, that y'all basically ran with this girl with her little hints and y'all just ran, y'all just went with it. So, do y'all know who this chick Ava Louise is? Because I, I don't, I have no clue who she is. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean, know who that is. She got her OnlyFans. So, because I mean, she must be do? somebody. <laughs> hold on, hold on, look it up. Hold on. This nigga here, man. Yo, that said the wrong thing. She got her OnlyFans. She got her OnlyFans. So, I mean, attention in who? That's all I. That's that's it, right? Because all I can tell is she's famous for being famous. I mean, that's what's her name? Eva Louise. Ava Louise. A V A. A V A A V A L O U I S E. See, see, see how you're so quick to research that. That's what you should have been researching to research how to change a tire. But you know what? That's neither here nor there. We were just, we just not going to touch that. All right, so let's get on to this next one. Naked. <laughs> I can't with him. I can't with him. Come on, I man. Cannot. All right. Naked. Naked. I cannot. With hey, go him. straight. Straight for what you're looking for. Don't just exactly. Google her. Go, no, don't, go yeah, straight. Don't, don't even. Don't even sugarcoat it. He, he going go straight for, for what you're looking for. Okay, gotcha. All right. <laughs> okay. Now let's get into this. Uh. Uh. This next one. Y'all, I don't understand why on God's green earth this shit keeps happening. But this next video, this next clip, we're just going to call gentrification. All right, here it goes. When babies, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside. We out here Nissan, we offering you big deals. I'll tell you what, we're the one price store. We're out here going to give you the best deal in town. I'll tell you who that's on. That clap is everything for me. Now, that clip doesn't do it justice because you gotta see the fucking video to see how uncoordinated, how goofy, and how foolish this motherfucker looked as he tried to recreate the the greatness from what's his name? Do y'all do y'all know his name? Damn, we should look up his name to give him some credit. Who tried to recreate the greatness from the video that went viral a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, of a young man who was basically promoting himself and now has flourished because of it. And right on cue, somebody who didn't, who didn't have enough seasoning put into their meal that day decided no salt. <laughs> decided <laughs> to try to recreate his own version of it. I don't know why. I cannot explain it. But it's like, can we not have anything? Like, why try to recreate that shit? 
Like for what? It's like when they be remaking great movies and then they come out worse. Like why? So <laughs> I looked up uh gentrification or should I say gentrified. So I can explain to you because this is only used in real estate, but we gonna apply this to all types of shit. The process whereby the character of a poor urban area is changed by wealthier people moving in, improving housing, and attracting new businesses, typically displacing current inhabitants in the process. So let me explain to y'all what that means. That means that in some of the poorest areas in America, wealthy white folks come in and they buy a property. They fix it all up. Uh, the laws come in. They redo the taxes in the area and raise the taxes in the area now making it unaffordable for poor people to live there so they're forced to move out and then they just buy up the rest of the property and and skyrocket the real estate in that area um so basically homie is trying to take over uh but you can apply this to all types of things we do some dope it doesn't go as mainstream because uh white people see it but then whenever they get a hold of it they put some flashiness over it put some more studio production behind it typically most of the time and then they try to appropriate it as if it was theirs stop Mm -hmm. that shit Get the fuck out of here. And it, you you looked goofy. By goofy. the way, the original Where the Money Resides, his name is Daryl Smiley. Yes. Mr. Daryl Smiley, you should be offended. You should send this motherfucker a cease and desist letter. Uh, please tell me you trademarked that shit or did something with it to get did that shit removed from the internet. Because that mm-hmm. shit gotta go. It was terrible. It hurt to watch. I was like, yo, I can feel my mouth drying up from no salt in that yo, shit. Yo, I'm telling you. Just watching it. Yeah, I'm telling you, that clap was everything. It was the latest clap I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so it goofy, nothing, man. It was nothing on time about it. <laughs> nothing on time about it. And to a certain extent, because again, I always try to give people credit. He might have been trying to look that fucking bad for flair, right? Like, he might have just been doing that shit and looking all stupid and goofy for comic Hashtag effect, where's right? the season? <laughs> like, <laughs> But yeah, man, that shit is more gentrified than Chipotle's queso, man. That shit was ridiculous. Like, I don't know if y'all been to Chipotle, but that queso that they had, they got some new it's shit. It's not. It is. But that I queso, tried it. I was like, what the hell is this? I, I no, looked at you. it and knew that shit wasn't like, where it's at? Like, get that mm-hmm. bullshit out of here. Trish tried it, but you know, she like eating nasty shit like the McRib, so... All right. <laughs> no, I told her, bro. Like, Trish liked that shit too. No, she didn't like it. She fucking hated it. But I'm saying, that like, Trish don't listen to me. Like, I be telling her, like, yeah, I told her the McRib is disgusting, but she didn't listen to me. So she had to experience it. And guess what? You know, now she knows she'll never eat that shit again. Same with the Chipotle mac and I mean, uh, queso. queso. I looked at that shit and I told her, I was like, yo, that shit is gross. Look at it. You see, you see how they making that shit? You see where it it's being gross. made at? Throw that shit away. And she got it, and so she figured it out. All right, so. Okay. Now it's time to move on to our topic of the week. So, up this week is the next chapter in the book, or the next love language that we will discuss, uh, which this is part of our six-part series of the five love languages, where a second episode, we will talk about quality time. Quality time. Quality time. Quality time, man. So Some straight bullshit. That's what that is. Wow. Damn, nigga. Quality time is bullshit. Wow. <laughs> bullshit. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Damn. <laughs> I know, even I'm taking back. Like, God I'm damn, nigga. Like, okay. Like, damn, so we're not gonna spend time with our I know, right? Okay. <laughs> like, nigga, in what in what world is that bullshit? <laughs> exactly. Like, that's what we're doing. Okay. Okay. Oh, shit. 
Uh, explain okay, yourself, I, nigga. I, I'm about she to forewarn him. I'm about to forewarn him right now. You better watch yourself because you want to say some real fool shit and I'm going to have to get in your ass. Oh, shit. I'm just going to tell you that right oh, now. Oh, shit. So let, oh, let's, shit. Let, let's tread lightly, sir. She said let's tread, tread fucking lightly, lightly nigga. <laughs> she said tread lightly. Creep. Oh, Creep. No, actually, actually, um, uh, quality time was actually my second highest. Who the fuck, um, who the fuck like, hears uh, quality time and thinks this is some bullshit? <laughs> like, okay, <exactly. laughs> who the fuck be like, I just want to spend some more quality time with you, man. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, <laughs> my, <laughs> what? My eyes got real big. Like, wait, wait a minute. Wait, what? Oh, this nigga don't like us. Hey, what yeah, the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> like, damn. Oh, oh, hey, well, fuck you too, nigga. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. My thoughts. No, I'm probably telling you that. I was that was my second highest. So I would, yeah, I would, I would tell me important. I would think that this falls at least in the middle or in the top half of of your uh, your love language. I can't really speak. Yeah. Like, how how can you? How can you love anyone without spending quality time? Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it would exactly. like it has to be somewhat true love because there's some motherfuckers that's married and they don't want to. They don't even want to see that. They don't even be in the same damn. room. But again, right? Like they they don't know how to love each other. But yeah. um, this honestly, right? This may seem like common sense, right? But really, it's all about just giving your significant other like your undivided attention, right? Like. I I know you got shit to do. I know you got a busy schedule, but it's where you make time in your everyday life to give to that person, right? Because it's about giving your life to your loved one and in turn, your love as well. I mean, that's really like, and it's, it seems, it's, it's, it's probably the most simplistic one, to be honest with you, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just about being there. You know what I'm oh, saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah, like in a, because as, as I read through the book, right? Like, uh, I got to give this gentleman so much credit because it, it's amazing the way he put it together because it just makes so much sense. So much. I mean, he he uses it. He says things that just is it, very simplistic, but it's it's just so eye opening because I know it's it's ways like this that like niggas never really thought about it, right? Like you mm-hmm. hear shit and you you hear someone talk about spending time together, but people don't ever actually try to put it together and to make sense mm-hmm. of it. And the right, way that he right. makes sense of that shit is just it's amazing. And so he talks about how like it isn't enough to be in the same room as the person. You know what I'm saying? Like don't dilute your attention. So you can be in the same room with someone, sitting on the couch watching TV, but if you're both in your phone watching TV, you aren't really spending time together. Not you know at what I'm all. saying? Like you can just, give each other each um undivided attention like pay attention to each other turn everything off talk with each other engage with each other just because y'all in the same room sitting in the same spot that's not spilling quality time it's it's about acknowledging the other person in the room right Mm -hmm. because like i said me and trish one of our favorite things to do is like we now basically gotten into like reality tv mostly what we watch is pretty much on tlc my six hundred pound life 90 day fiance uh (laughs) What's some other shit that we be watching now? Uh, I ain't used to rock with the shit, but she done brought me on board. And so now I'm full head steam. I'll be waiting for that shit too. Low key, I'll be pretending like I don't, but I do. So uh, <laughs> I used to pretend like I ain't want to watch that shit. Now I just be like, okay, we watch. But like when we're watching it, like we're engaging through conversation as we watch that bullshit. 
<laughs> like so like that's that to me to a certain extent because he was all like he did say like turn off everything i get that but at the same time like if you're engaging each other throughout the show and you're enjoying it together then you are spending that time together right like it's not yeah. it's it's not it's not on the surface as being just wholeheartedly turn off everything look each other in the face and talk like that's not necessarily have to be quality time like the the time being spent is being enjoyed with each other so yeah. I'm saying is if y'all favorite thing to do is to sit down, watch your favorite show and then talk about it afterwards, that's spending quality time together. Right? Like that's perfectly content. Like that's perfectly okay. But the thing is, is you got to carve that time out sometime to do that. You can't just be all like, Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I've, I've been at work all day. Oh, I got this to do. I got this to do. And that's the reason why it's so hard for relationships to work today. Because see, a lot of these niggas be wanting to run the streets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you're not at home chilling, kicking it with a motherfucker, like how you spending time together? Because if we out exactly. running around all the time, like we giving everybody else attention, we're not giving exactly. each other attention. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just and a lot of and a lot of guys, not not even just guys, like females too. Like a lot of people don't understand. And then when that person tries to come to them and talk to them, like, hey, we're not spending enough time, then they want to take that as nagging. Exactly. Like, oh, well, we just did this the <laughs> other day. Like, wait, what? You you get what I'm saying? Like, that was like a week ago. What are you talking about? Like, they, I just had dinner with you, you know, you little stuff like that. So yeah. when you try to express yourself, hey, this is important to me. We haven't really spent that much time. Then they want to get in their feelings and get offended, you know, nagging. This isn't that, whatever, whatever. But then you keep doing what you're doing. Then when that person walk away, then you confuse as into, oh, well, why they walked walked away? Well, they try to communicate that with you. They try to let you know, look, this is what I need, but you chose to do otherwise. Like, yeah. people have to understand that quality time goes a long way. Like, you got to give that to each other. You, ju- you just have to. You, you can't be, and you know, that's not even just like in, I, I will even just say that's in just romantic relationships, you know, just any kind of relationship you care for, you know, try to you know, engage with that person and spend that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think this is different because, uh, among the genders, because like me and my homies, we can go two months without talking and then like, you know, text each other out the blue and, you know what I'm saying? Text back and forth all day and be good for like another two months. And then oh, when absolutely. we link up, we can probably oh, absolutely. But I tend I mean, to think, you got the ones that, that, that can do that. And I'm saying, I tend to think women need a lot more attention more often, right? Like if they ain't heard from their friend in a week, they start to think that their friend mad at them. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas or don't, something ain't right. Yeah, or like, yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. niggas niggas don't go through that. You know what I'm saying? But like, yo, I ain't mm-hmm. heard from my nigga Josh in a while. Let me hit that nigga up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we cannot talk for two months and then just, you know, meet up at a bar and just laugh our asses off and, you know, go by the regular day, our regular lives, talk on Facebook for you know, a post or two. You know what I'm saying? That's how we keep in touch. Yeah. I feel like women be bugging when y'all don't spend time with each other enough. And that's, and that's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I just noticed that like the, in almost every relationship I've had, right? Like me and my homies, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we, we ain't got to see each other all the time. You know what I'm saying? Well, mainly cause you know, we niggas. So I don't want to see niggas all the time. I got a woman, but women y'all tend to, uh, well, she ain't talked to me in a while. I wonder what's going on, and and so you know, saying every time I want to go out, she don't want to go out. Like if every time I invite my homie out, he ain't come. You know, saying multiple times I wouldn't trip, but you know when he can't come out, I'd be like, oh well, he gonna come out when he want to come out, right? Because as long as he making to shit that I deem important, 
then now like that's what matters, right? But if all of us going out to a bar and like a certain homie can't make it all the time, we don't think nothing of it. We'd be like, damn, that nigga busy all the time. Now if I write this nigga to like, you know, saying uh my wedding or some shit and that nigga don't come, all right, now nah, we got issues. We like, got a problem, yeah. Women tend to have issues long before you get to some important shit. If oh, they invite absolutely. you out two times yeah. and you can't make it on the third, nigga, like, yo, we need to sit down and talk as friends. Like, <laughs> cause part. this shit might be over. Like, God okay. damn. <laughs> like, yep. like, damn, y'all can't be friends no more. <laughs> like, yeah. shit. Ash, yo, yo, Ash was an Ash's best friend is like that. God damn. <laughs> I, okay. Oh, she is definitely like that. And I love her to death too. She is like that. She know it too. She even I, says it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she even says it. She knows it. She knows. She be like, she definitely gotta, knows. She be like, I gotta have my time. I gotta have my time. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Well, you know, that's 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 the that's her. All right. But yeah. like I said, it tends to be the the main issue. But um, getting back to what I was talking about, how you know when I'm talking about being, you know, watching TV and and talking, right. Like he he stresses in the book, right? The importance uh is not on the activity itself, but in the time being spent. Because mm-hmm. that's where you're building the emotions together. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's not it's not relevant to the activity itself, right? It's all about are you fully engaged with the person yeah. that you're doing yeah. the activity with? What he said, he used a perfect example. He was like, um, at a restaurant, he was like, you can clearly point out the couple who's out on a date and the married couple, because the per- couple that's out on a date, they're engaged. They're talking to each other. They're, they're looking at each other. They're engaged with each other, but the married couple, you know, they spaced out looking around the room, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah like w- w- what you come out to eat for just to be, you know, spacing out, looking around because they're not being engaged with one another. And he was like, that's what you can't be doing. Like, you spend quality time with each other. It doesn't mean, oh, let's go get something to eat. And then we both sitting there in silence. Like, no, yeah. that's not what that is. I I do want to, I do want to challenge him a tad bit on that because, uh, when I do go out, I tend to look around and honestly, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, it's, it's crazy because like we get caught up as like being the generation that's like always in our phones. But mm-hmm. I, honestly, that'd be old people that don't be talking like young people don't <laughs> the, the couples that have been married like 199 years yeah that'd be that'd be them like the younger people always are looking at each other talking joking talking and, you might see yeah. somebody look down at their phone every now and then to scroll through like an instagram feed or like a facebook feed but for the most part they they be talking right because like back in the day there's like this trend where like when friends go out they would take photos of like all of them putting their phones like in the middle of the table and they're like just talking when like it's never been that case when i gone out with friends like nobody's ever like we've never been sitting at the table and we all just been in our fucking phone not talking to each other exactly like that's never been the issue so like a lot of that shit is just kind of like made up to me and just like oh, I it, it may be some shit where like they seen it once and think that's like the norm when really that's not it right so when i'm watching all the younger couples are like engaged and and you know i was in there with uh we went to ihop this past sunday it was a couple in there that was clearly married had two kids and they was laughing and talking and having a blast and the couple behind them were like 70 was just chilling <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they weren't in their phone or nothing but they clearly weren't talking and engaging in conversation so i'm saying i think this is I think more it happens, of, i think it happens more when you're probably like at home more than when you're like out yeah because at home it's just more comfortable it's, it's, it's more relaxed i mean because i had to learn that shit because 
I would, you know what I'm saying, be at home. And as long as I'm like either near, you know what I'm saying, my ex-wife or, you know what I'm saying, whatever, then I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we're spending time. But I'm like glued to Instagram or whatever and stuff, you know, and then the TV's playing in the background. But um, but I do think quality time is like very important. And honestly, for me, I'm, I'm honestly, I, I, I will I will fucking admit it. I'm like a female, when, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to that type of shit. Like, I love, like, just spending time with my girl, like, chilling, being laid up in bed, cuddling up. I'm, I'm like a fucking female when it comes to that shit. Like, you know what I'm okay. saying? My whole, you know what I'm saying? My brother and uh, Adrian, like, talk about me all the time. They're like, man, damn, bro. You no, them niggas be... ain't feeling that shit. Yeah, bro. They all... <laughs> niggas ain't they feeling that be... shit. <laughs> <laughs> niggas, niggas is always like, man, you always got to be up under some titty, nigga. No, them niggas ain't feeling that shit. Laying up under some titty, nigga. That is hilarious. So, yeah, but no, I do think it's like, you know what I'm saying, very important. And I actually enjoy quality time. And I know, like, when I don't get quality time, like, with a female I'm talking to or whatever and stuff, like, it actually bothers me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You start feeling some kind of way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Whereas I know, like, some niggas, you know, they could probably, like, not care or whatever and stuff. I'm, like, very sensitive when it comes to that shit. Like, I love spending. And I actually like spending time with, like, females. Like, I don't know what my told me about that too he's all like man i just can't have a girl just be hanging around me all the time and blah 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 like after like two days like i'm done like you know what i'm saying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? gotta go like, nigga yeah he's like you know what I'm you got two days that's it man you know what I'm saying? get your ass out but like with me been like literally you know what i'm saying a whole weekend a whole week like one time i spent with a chick i love it you know what i'm saying but you know i don't know that's just me you know what i'm saying but uh yeah, I don't kind of feel like, soft when it comes to that shit. Feel like uh, is trying to do a, a Tinder profile on the. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just a sensitive nigga. You know, you know I, I like, like to walk on the beach. I like to watch nice sunsets. Walks, <laughs> nice walks on the beach. You know, I'm about. You know, I'm chilling, relax. You know. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, oh, I'm joking now. But nah, I'm, I love it, man. I'm the same yeah. way though. I'm the same way. Um, uh-huh. Me and Trish spend all our time together. Like all all that time together. Like I've always been that way. Um, I'm pretty sure that's why all my ex girlfriends would have took me back. Cause um uh, I was never really like that nigga that was all like didn't want his girl to be around. Or like mm-hmm. didn't feel like being up under, you know, saying the girl all the time. You know, I've always that's always been me, right? And so um quality time is like I said, I just I can't see a scenario where you you love someone and this isn't an important aspect. Like it at least got to be one of the top three out of your five. Right. Like, cause you, cause whenever you take the love yeah. language, right. They give you your five, they give you where each one ranks, you know, from five to one, it's got to be at least three or higher. Right. Cause you just, it, it can't be, it would be amazing to me that I would have an issue if one of my, if my significant other's love language and quality time was at the bottom you know I, would, I would feel yeah i would feel some kind of way about that too like right. wait a minute something that does something ain't right here yeah this is odd. and i know that, that that that's not really an indicative of whether that's probably not indicative of a person when how much time they want to spend with you but I, it would just be odd to me it right? would like, my top one was quality time yeah right like it's, it has to be uh you know what i'm saying at least in the in the top uh but as, but as we progress through the chapter, let's let's keep going. So he does talk about how like you know 
you can get caught up in life goals and not stopping to appreciate the world around you. And that's what happens when people get married is you get married um, especially if you're career driven too yeah right because if you're a career driven person factor. that's a huge factor yeah, right there it's all that matters to you and so because you, in that person's mind who's career driven they're seeing it as oh I'm doing this for my significant exactly. other I'm doing this for my family but not realizing you're jeopardizing it because your significant other yes they're happy about your success but the money the success that's not what means most of them they rather have you home they rather have that time with you spent with you kind of situation. Exactly. Cause I have several cases, not several cases, but um, several scenarios where like, this has been brought up in like my, my personal life with people that I know where like, you know, they called to talk to me or when I got, when we got together, we were talking like this would be an issue because, you know, they want to spend more time with the person, but the person is goal driven, you know, they're career driven, mm-hmm. you know what I'm yeah. saying? They, 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 it and you know the person loves them, you know what I'm saying, but it's it's hard to see it at times when a person just is just trying to get that bread, right? Yep. And yeah. you got some people where they wake up in the morning, they got a hustle mentality until they go to sleep at night, they still trying to find a way to make money, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it and it's it's admirable. Oh, Don't get me I sure wrong. Ain't got that shit. Yeah, you lacking we, all of that, that shit. You ain't got an ounce <laughs> of that shit. I can't believe you had the audacity to speak. We know you ain't got that. Clearly, zero. Because I think I honestly don't think Cuz would mind living under a bridge as long as he can get as long as he can get some ass. As long as he can get some ass, that boy would not mind living under a bridge. He's laying up under someone's city. He good to go. He get a haircut and get some ass. I think. Because we're living under a bridge, man. <laughs> but yeah, you know, people 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 tend to be um goal driven, right? So, you know, you gotta you gotta make sure that you you you're cutting time into your life. Like you're specifically dedicating time to someone who needs that, right? Because if quality time is 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 their thing, then they need you there. Period. Point blank, period. You know, you gotta make time for it. So that's just the reality of it. Um, but even still, right, spending time doing things that you may not have uh, necessarily taste in as well. And, you know, it's something that and, you know, but, you know, it's something that they want to do, because sometimes when people are standoffish from maybe want to spend time is because they know they're going to ask them to do some shit that they don't really feel like doing. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, mm-hmm. in the book, he was talking about how, like, his wife, the gentleman he was using as an example, she wanted to go to the symphony, the symphony. Now, he don't really seem like he had a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? But like it wasn't his it wasn't his thing. So what I'm saying is is not his go to. Yeah, it's not his go to, right? So and this can be a tricky situation because when you're talking about it, I do think that like you have to take into account is this something that somebody hates or something that just some something that like they may not particularly care for? Because if you're asking me to do something that I may not particularly care for, then by all means I'm game, right? Because like now I know I'm making time for you because it's something you want to do. You want But if you're asking me to do something I hate, I ain't gonna lie to you. You have to miss me with that shit. Cause mm-hmm. I hate it. <laughs> like you ain't asking yeah. me to do something that you're not asking me to spend time with you doing something that like I don't particularly care for. You asking well, me to do something. It's a compromise too, because especially when you know that person don't hate yeah. it. Like why? Why even put that person exactly like, right? Like you know, you're like, not asking me to do something I just don't care. You ask me to do something I hate. Like don't yeah. ask me to come do something I hate. I know you like it. That's cool, but I hate it. Like I can't stand it. Like mm-hmm. that's that's entirely different than. And at the same time, right? Like you can't hate everything, right? Because if you got a pessimistic motherfucker, 
Right? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if the motherfucker hate everything, well, goddamn, like, what are we supposed to do? Exactly. Everything I ask you to do, you fucking hate. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, how are we supposed to live this way? You yeah. hate everything in the world. Like, what, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like, like, you live under a rock, like, just stay in the house with us our lives. Yeah, like, right. So, it's, it, that, that can be a tricky situation, man, because I, like I said, I just think about it from that standpoint. It's just that if you ask me to do something I hate, Yes, it's going to be a problem. But if you're asking me to do something I just don't particularly care for, then by all means, then then you know we can we can make it work because I can I can sit through some shit that I don't particularly care for, but I can't sit through no shit that I fucking hate. I just I ain't gonna do it. I put my foot down. Boom in the ground. We need to make a compromise on that shit. That part. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and just like words of affirmation, um, you have to understand that even quality time has multiple dialects, and so. One of the many dialects of quality time was when he talked about quality conversation. And so if you've ever been with someone and you know, you're a person that, that, that does enjoy quality time and your dialect is quality conversation. And you know what it's like when you're sitting around trying to talk to somebody, get to know somebody and they just giving you one worded answers. Um, especially like if you're like a texter and y'all like, Hey, what you up to? I'm doing this. And you want to do something? Be like, Oh, I'm chilling. Like, them type of motherfuckers that like you really I can't rock that with, shit. bruh. <laughs> like, oh my god, or you sitting around getting to know somebody at a dinner or some shit like that, right? And you know you asking questions and he's giving you one word of answers. Yeah, oh lord, yeah, yeah, dry as hell. Like, wait a minute, this ain't gonna work. It, exactly right, and it's, <laughs> we got a problem. It can be difficult because on one hand, it could just be someone that's necessarily a dry person and they're not a major talker anyway. But mm-hmm. if you know that, you know, yeah. You finally get through the awkwardness. You kind of open up a little bit, but at the same time, you're still needing more. It's great to have that open communication because you need to be able to explain this to someone. Yo, I need you to open up to me. Like, I need to know who you are as a person because in order for this thing to work, in order for us, for you to love me the right way, I need to be having conversations with you mm-hmm. that are on my level yeah. because, like, I like to talk. You know what I'm saying? So if you can't meet me within the conversation, you know, how are we supposed to make this work? Because... I like to sit around and talk about life and theories and, and shit like that. Like, and, and to be honest with you, that's me as a person now. That's kind of how, you know what I'm saying? We got started into the podcast. Cause like, I yeah. just be renting and you know, Trish was all like, yeah, you should probably do that shit <laughs> <laughs> straight up. So like, I can see this definitely being like a dialect of quality design for me because I'm telling you now, man, if I'm sitting around talking, and like you really ain't got much to say, we say, probably can't be friends. That part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. like, nigga, I can, Nigga, I, I I talk and I can fucking rant. So, in which case, uh, it, it it that that quality of conversation has to be there in order for the friendship to work, to grow and work. Yeah. I th- I thought I sent this to y'all. Maybe I didn't. I it was it was made for a joke, but it actually fits into what you know you just said. Uh, this guy, you know how a dry conversation go with his girl. So the guy calls his girl. He's like, oh, you know, hey babe, what's up? Nothing. Yep. Oh, okay. Click. So, uh, so how how you doing today? Good. Ain't texting back okay. after that. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so what you up to? Nothing. Three strikes, yeah. Okay, you get what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it was a conversation like that, and then he said something out, and then she was like, "Damn, then you just asked me that." So it was it was made for a joke, but it's funny that it really fits into what my brother was just talking about. Like you can't be the one like upholding a conversation the whole time like if you keep getting this one worded answers and and you you can't get nowhere in a conversation like that you just can't 
Yeah. You know, I'm like my brother. I love to I love to talk. Like, let's talk about whatever, anything. You don't anything. You don't have to be a big communicator, but you need to meet me in my conversation. That part. Yeah, you know exactly. What I'm like exactly. That, yeah. Like flow with me. Flow with exactly. I don't need you to lead the conversation, but don't leave me hanging in the conversation. Exactly. Like, talk to me. Talk you know to me. Yeah. So the crazy thing is, is as we talk about quality conversation, um, one of the aspects in the book, and this is very important because I really want to get this in here. And this is where I feel like uh, I talked about last time how in words of affirmation, that can be a really hard thing for men, especially black men, because um, like I said, growing up, I was, you know, we weren't taught to show emotions. And I mean, even still like men are this, men are pretty much raised this way anyway, right? We're taught to be, I don't want to say cold, but you want to block emotions. Like you mm-hmm. don't want that side to show out because mm-hmm. you were told that you were acting like a female. That you were part. told that, you know, he's acting like a bitch. Uh, like, stop being a, yeah, stop you know being a puss, stop being a bitch, uh, yeah, man you know, up. Like, yeah. yeah, man up. Like you acting like a bitch. <laughs> like quit. Say it with your chest. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it. And so this next part that, in this, that he talks about in the book was, is was the gentleman that he was counseling. Uh, he said he, he had been married for 17 years and his wife was leaving him. And one of the reasons as to why she was leaving him is because every day she came into work, every day she came home, right? She would complain about the issues that she was having at the office. And she tried to tell him and he tried to tell her how to handle those issues, right? Like you need to do this. You need to do that. You know what I'm saying? And he would get upset when she would constantly bring it up and didn't do anything about it. Right. Because every day she would come back and she would tell him again, you know what I'm saying? The issues happen at the office. And he was all like, yo, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything. And and this is me to a certain extent, right? Because I'm big on solutions, right? Yeah. Like, as, as how I was, I think it's honestly, I think it's kind of what's made me such a good manager, but at the same time, right? Like I can be that to a fault. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> like here's, here's your problem. Here's your solution. Try this. If that shit don't work, then we'll rework this shit and then we'll do it again. But I don't need to hear, like, I'm big on telling my employees, like, you're just going to complain all day. You're going to find a solution because I can see that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like anybody can point out a problem. That shit don't do me no good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, you can bring that shit into your personal life because you spend so many hours in a place where that's the mentality you have to have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you bring that shit home. So that's what he was. He was managing his wife. You know what I'm saying? And so the issue that comes with the quality conversation is, is that sometimes it's about having sympathetic dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where when most people complain about their partner not communicating, it's less about the it's less about the um it's less about the issue of them necessarily talking, but the fact that they're not listening. That, you get what I'm I was saying? just about to say that. Yeah, it's not even so much that it's not when someone comes to talk to you about issues, not even so much they want you to help them come with a solution. They just want you to listen exactly. to them. They just they yeah, just they listen. Hear. They just want you to sit there and listen to them vent, get it off their mind, and you get know what I'm saying? Not necessarily meaning they want your advice, you know, want you to tell them what to do in a situation, whatever, whatnot. They just simply want you to listen. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So cuz may not have this problem because like you said, he said he's been very in tune with his emotions, you know, yeah. almost to a fault, right? But I know a lot of niggas that, um, they don't be wanting to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, even to, <laughs> even to me, right? Like as as sympathetic as I can be, because I try to see things from other people's perspectives. But I do get to a point where I'm like, yo, 
So here's the deal. There's only so many times you can come in here and complain to me about this nigga. There's only so many times you can come in here and complain to me about this, that, and this. Like, something's got to give. Like, you got to make some shit shake. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what you got to do. So as as a person, we have to learn to listen because he talks about how, like, the average person only listens 17 seconds before they want to respond. And that's me to a motherfucking teen. I don't even think I give you 17 seconds, nigga. You might get five. Like the moment Damn. I hear a kid, the moment I'm much better now, but back in the day, like y'all seen the Facebook post, right? Like I was giving niggas the business. The okay. Business. <laughs> like nigga. Like my brother wasn't holding nothing back. <laughs> you, I, you, you get like, you like, were getting it. Nigga. If we, if we're in a conversation, we're talking and like, maybe in like a, a slight debate, all I need is a keyword to trigger a response, nigga. And that's me. Like, so however long that shit take five, eight, 10 might take 15 seconds you know what i'm saying but whenever i hear that keyword or that key phrase or some shit to to revert my point back in that's mm-hmm. when i'm coming back in full fucking force mm-hmm. so like i said I've, I've gotten better at understanding that um that sometimes people just need an ear you know what i'm saying at the end of the day you know what i'm saying like you're like like he he refers to it as refraining from uh dogmatically stating your position and discover their thoughts feelings and understand them and their emotions. So what I say to the men is that listen to this is that sometimes you need to just understand that your woman just needs to vent to you and you just needs to be the shoulder to bear her burden because it could be a situation where she's not as strong as you to put her foot down in the situation, but you need to be that person that understands that, yo, I'm here for you. Whatever you need to talk to me about, whatever you need me to hear, whatever you need me to listen, you just need an ear. That's the reason why I'm here. Like I'm here for that reason and that reason only. And you need to get out of being the person that just wants to fix her problem. Cause although you may want to fix it because it hurts you to see her like that understands that it hurts her more to hear you criticize her, not doing anything about it versus just listening to what the fuck she got to say. in so many words. That was well said. Very I mean, well said. Basically, man. yeah, that's basically what he was saying, right? So, you know, and that's basically how he finishes out the chapter, and then he goes into like specific examples and everything that you can do. But remember that it's spending quality time. Understand that if if you want my perspective on it, there are going to be times where you're probably going to be asked to do things that you particularly don't care for. But if you love that person, you'll do it because you know that that's what they want to do. Now, yeah. if it's some shit that you hate. It's completely unfair for them to ask you to do that shit if you fucking hate it. You know what I'm saying? If you can't stand it, then that person mm-hmm. just has to understand that. And but you gotta get you gotta be able to communicate that to that person and not just be like, that's stupid, right? Because we can get <laughs> we can get emotional, that's upset, stupid. and just be like, That's stupid, man. I'm not doing that. When really you need to explain uh, why sad. it is <laughs> that you don't want to do that. Uh yeah, and you know it can be tough and it can be difficult but it's all about becoming a better lover a better person and understanding that here's someone that you love to death um it's hard for you to love because again right like most of us grew up in house homes where the expression of thoughts and feelings were condemned like mm-hmm. we just weren't brought up to express express love especially men mm-hmm. right like like i told you especially you was told you was being a bitch absolutely. <laughs> like you would, absolutely you would be told you was being a bitch if you cried showed any type Not of emotion it, other it, than it, anger really yeah and it wasn't even just like even by family members like your homeboys your friends any of that like they they saw yeah. you try to express yourself in any kind of way for the person you care about and love you got criticized for you got 
talked about you know you got made fun of and then of course that guy got his feelings like oh no man that nigga, you know i was just joking you know i don't feel it like that you get what i'm saying you know you're trying to put up this front because you too busy worry about what everybody else thinks exactly. and stuff, you, but then you jeopardize shit. yeah you hide it you yeah. bury it yeah yeah you bury it and so lastly he just ends it with that you must become an emotional creature despite ignoring this aspect of yourself your entire life so it's hard it'll be difficult but the more you get in tune, the more you have a self-revelation of how you feel, how your emotions um, drive you, the better your love will be for the person that that you're giving it to. The better the quality mm-hmm. of the time will be, the better the conversation will be. Like, you have to find who you are as a person in order to have conversations. And so mm-hmm. that's why I say, like, me, I know specifically, I'm a type of person I like to talk. Uh, Trish will tell you, we have deep conversations. And so if you can't meet me in those conversations, you know what I'm saying? Then it, it'd be hard for me to rock with you. Cause yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. you can't, can't be no dry dryness in there, but learn to do better. Let's be better. Learn to love, spend Absolutely. a quality time with the person. Just make sure that you consistently be the type of person that, uh, that person wants you to be. And mm-hmm. if quality of time is what they need. Then you're just going to have to find a way to do that shit. That's right. Yep. All right. Anything well y'all want to let? No, no. Okay. We, we, I think we, we hit a lot of points spot on, I would say. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So that wraps up our second episode. I mean, our second uh, love language, which is quality time. Next will be the one uh, receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh. probably the one that I care for the least because <laughs> I'm not big on gifts, man. But uh, that's definitely my number five, without a doubt. But uh, we will talk about it um, and look forward to that next episode. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get into this next segment, which is Would You Rather? Oh, yeah. Ooh, here right. we go. So I got, I got one to start it off with. Okay. Would you rather have an itch that you can never scratch or a sweat that was uncontrollable that you can never get rid of? A itch I can never scratch or a sweat that I can't get rid of. Sweat from the forehead, face, just can't get rid of it. Man, how much you wipe that shit don't leave, but you got it, or an itch that you can never scratch. Yo, damn. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> them itches be a bitch. A bitch. <laughs> what part of the body is the itch? Maybe that would help. Huh? Huh? What what part of the body is where is where is it the would itch? be? It, it don't matter. It would be annoying as fuck. <laughs> like you uh, couldn't. Like even if you try to scratch it, it wouldn't go away. Look, nigga, I'm scratching now. Just thinking. <laughs> you know saying, nigga, itching, just thinking about that I'm, shit. I'm itching, just scratching this shit right now. Yeah, uh, you know exactly. Uh, damn. I know. <laughs> Man, I'm probably gonna say the sweating because I Yo, mean. I- Really when it's 95 degrees too. outside, I mean yeah. that's me in general. <laughs> like that's yeah, already me, nigga. I, you know what? I, I I was leaning towards the sweat because, like I said, them itches be a bitch. A like bitch. I can't see myself going not being able to scratch. That alone would put me probably in a mental asylum. Like seriously, I would probably go crazy. Although I kind of do think that if I did have an itch, I would eventually get used to it. Right. Mm-mm. I'm saying it would be torture probably for the first two weeks, but it eventually become normal, right? Yeah. Versus, I, a, honestly, a honestly, I think, honestly, honestly, I think mm. I'm going with the itch. 
I'm going. Really? I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm going. It's because there's no way. Like, I mean, coming from Florida, I know humid weather where you always just wet all the time. Like, yeah. I can't just be wet all the time. I know, like, man. Like, I fucking fuck. hate. Imagine having sex, nigga. Y'all keep wiping. <laughs> You sweating hard, nigga. Like your wife, your wife or your girl up under you, like my nigga, you drowning me. Like what's going on? <laughs> like, like nigga, no, no version of this. Well, you not sweating. Damn, <laughs> like, that is some hard. That's why I'm saying. That's I don't a know. hard one. I mean, I, I still think I want to go because, like, I just know me. Like when it comes to those itching, when I scratch it, it feels so good to scratch it. Yeah. Not being able to do that, it's like. Ugh. I look at it as I look at it as I'm over scratching my head now. Like I've had ringworm before on my back, mm-hmm. and ringworm itches like a motherfucker. And mm-hmm. like I've had it on my back where I like I can't even reach, and like I'm just like oh man. So like and this is like constant itch. But like sometimes you kind of do get used to you. like you don't even think about it. Like it's just like oh, okay. But then you'll be like, oh shit, like that does itch or whatever and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I think the itch, I probably have to go with that. But just being wet all the time, like I hate when I sweat under my arms. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. I'm saying. Cause to me, that shit is all I, that's, your forehead and stuff. Your clothes be sticking to you and shit. That's, <laughs> man, that's why I'm saying. I, that's why I'm thinking, like, man, I, I, I fucking hate an itch. I got to scratch that shit. Like when that shit. Like when when that should be itching, I get violent and try to scratch the fuck Yo, out of that shit. Seriously, <laughs> like, no, it's true it, though. And damn it's the best to the flesh. feeling ever. Ain't no, like when ain't no you better get feeling. to it and you scratch it yes. the right way. Like I'm talking about <laughs> eyes rolling in the Ex- back of my head, kind of like feel good facts. Ecstasy. There, I'm I'm trying to tell you, there's three things that 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 compete with with you know ejaculation. Okay. <laughs> When you got a serious ass scratch and you finally scratch that motherfucker, Yo. that when you've been holding a piss for a very long Bruh, time look, and finally release that shit, like facts, and nigga, facts. and when you starving and finally biting to that yes. meal that you've been waiting for, waiting for, I ain't yes. talking about like just starving and then you go get some baked chicken and rice. No, I'm talking, talking about you got some fucking good shit. quesadilla with like some guac inside of rice and beans. That shit, them three moments right there. Can rival, you know what I'm saying, an uh, orgasm, nigga. Absolutely. Because I have definitely had some scratches. Well, when Absolutely. I scratched that shit, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna pull a, I'm gonna pull a cold theory here. I could have nutted like that <laughs> shit. Is that 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 shit is a that shit is amazing when you finally scratch that shit. Ooh. Especially I'm like telling you, I'm talking about eyes rolled to the back of my head, toes curling, oh, best cause. feeling ever. It's cuz talking, cuz is he? Yeah, okay, baby. Yeah, your internet's going out again. Here we go. Oh, Here we oh, go. Boy. Here we go. Keeping us from being. Because I was gonna say, I kind of, I thought I was hearing Cuz trying to say some shit, but I couldn't really hear him. All right. So also, if y'all are new here, uh, Cuz got shitty internet, and oh boy, him and our other cousin and their roommate refused to do anything about it. So no, we're gonna do something about it. We're gonna try. I mean, because we got the best internet that we can get. So I don't know. Do you though? Do you? Yes. Though? Do you know? yes. Do you know? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, you know, but no, we we've gotten used to it now, so we just know kind of by this time, cut start cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just gonna probably start. Cutting but can y'all hear me though? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. What are you right, trying to right. say, Cuz? No. Okay. So I will say something else that can rival that is when you clean your ears. 
I love oh, cleaning you my know ears, what? bro. Okay. That shit is orgasmic. It is it's weird, right? That shit is it, so it's, orgasmic. It's fucking Yo, weird. It, it is a weird sensation. In your ear. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about, look, you know how when you touch a dog in the right spot and their leg get to shaking? Yeah. Bruh, I'm, yeah. Over, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I'm I don't telling know, you. but I'm about to give y'all a hack. Yo, so if y'all didn't know, like whatchamacallit, like a hack to that shit, when you got that itch, is to get a, a, a bobby pin. <gasps> oh. Game changer, nigga. Game I'm telling you. Right there. I'm telling you. Game changer. <laughs> Yo. I ain't never used that. Game changer. Uh, well, I'm taking. I'm, I'm definitely doing it the next time. Yeah. I bet. And it scoop it out all thick and shit too. You just throw that shit away. Like uh, to me, it's probably a better clean. I hit that shit with like the bobby pin and then hit it with the then with the Q-tip. Because yeah. at the end of the day, though, the thing with the Q-tip, so it don't do nothing but push everything back. Yeah. Like it really don't. Clean it, clean it the way yeah. you know you want it to. But I can see bobby a bobby pin yeah, getting up shot. in there, scooping that shit. And yeah, like y'all rinse it out and shit, and then scoop, scoop out. Yeah. Goosebumps just thinking about it, boy. But yeah, you, <laughs> Those you are good feels right you there. Scratch, you scratch a good itch. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You get that that piss that you've been holding for 20 minutes. Mm, right? mm, mm. That first bite of that amazing meal when you starving. Best feeling ever. Cleaning out your ears when you ever. got that itch. Yeah, yeah. That's ever. A, Rivals, rivals, orgasms. <laughs> okay, all right. Now it's time for us to get into our honorable mentions before we get to our foolish story of the week. So, honorable mention, honorable mentions for this week is just one, and it is none other than this silly ass raid on the Capitol in Washington D.C. from the past week. So, again, I don't really know what's wrong with the world. I honestly do feel like that Kobe's death triggered an event in the universe that has shaken the very foundation of what we know is reality and it sent the universe spinning into some weird time paradox that is altering <laughs> the future from the way in which it was supposed to be because nothing has seemed to be right since Kobe died and I was one of the few people that I didn't really care for Kobe uh, playing I I definitely, but as I got older, right when you seen that, like he was I'm going to, way. when he was I'm going, when he, as way. he was leaving the game, because I'm not gonna lie to you, when I watched this last game, that shit was magical. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, so this is the reason why these niggas have loved this man this much. Yeah, because I didn't see the 81 point game, right? Like I, I watched it on what you call it, but I didn't watch the 81 point game, but I had heard about it. I was like, oh, okay, so this is like, and then as you heard him speak after, you know, what I'm saying when you seen his 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 uh. His basketball little, little short film, like you just realize that like Kobe was a man of great intelligence. He was somebody of high high class caliber, and it just kind of seemed like at this at this time, right? He's what held the fucking universe together, because from that moment on, it has been nothing but terribleness all throughout, leading up to the foolishness that we had this past week, where Donald Trump egged on a crowd of Neanderthals to run to the state's capital, the United States capital, and literally run up in the the congressman. I don't know what you call that shit. It don't matter. To run up in there and literally try to what were they trying to do? Overthrow the government? What they trying they were trying to protest the electoral votes, right? Because they were they're so, counting yeah. electoral votes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was something like Cause, that. Because yeah, that day they were going to finally count the electoral votes to some to finally 
conclude the fact that, yo, Joe Biden won the presidency. It is what it is. It's time to get over it, right? That part. Is is just it's amazing to me. It's time to get over it. Is it is right because these are the same people that would have tried to call anybody else of opposition snowflakes. These are the same people who went down there and tried to overthrow. Were they trying to overthrow? No, maybe they were just trying to protest the the, the electoral because they believe it was stolen. Although every uh person involved in it, um, every judge, every lawyer every state representative that has had any hand in investigating um, any claim of a significant voter fraud, right? Like significant. Cause understand that voter fraud does occur, but whether the point that has to be made is whether or not voter fraud occurred on a significant level to alter the results of the election. If any of that occurred, that shit was thrown out. It made it to the Supreme Court and it didn't even make it to like the the fifth judge's desk before they laughed that shit out of the courtroom. Mm-hmm. They were just all like, yo, this is stupid. You lost. Get over it. Mm-hmm. It is <clears throat> it is crazy, right? But what we're going to do here for y'all is we're going to take the time to shed some light on some of these idiots <laughs> that don't understand how a camera phone works, that don't understand the word treason. That don't understand um, that they committed capital offenses by felonies, by destruction of government property. So we're 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 just gonna play a few of these because this first one comes from a guy that uh, he was the first person I saw. I call him uh, Blondie. So let's play this dude. All right, guys. So, um, this is gonna be a little bit different than the other ones. Um, I just got back from storming the Capitol. We stormed it. We were successful. We stormed the fucking Capitol. And for all you bitches on Facebook going crazy right now talking about it was Antifa fucking being infiltrating in that it wasn't us. It was us. We proudly took back our Capitol. I'm only here in my hotel. I'm going to get some, some gear on. I'm going back, baby. They brought the National Guard out for us and shit. They, we had the fucking cops running. They ran from us. I can't. <laughs> Yo. So mind you, this I dude can't. was on Facebook Live. Oh, saying this shit. And also, oh there was also a, in that video, there was a poster in the back that had Antifa written on it. So, you know, world's upside down, right side up. I don't know at this point. But he claimed he wasn't, <laughs> he claimed he wasn't <laughs> Antifa. I don't know. You know, it's weird. Let's get to this next person who was also on camera discussing the events. From New Jersey. Can you show us your hand? Yeah. How did you get that on your hand? Well, we had uh, stormed into the, the chambers inside, and there was a young lady who rushed through the windows. A number of police and Secret Service were saying, get back, get down, get out of the way. She didn't heed the call, and as we kind of raced up to grab people and pull them back, they shot her in the neck, and she fell back on me and started saying she was fine, it's cool. And then she started kind of, like, moving weird, and blood was coming out of her mouth and neck and nose, and I don't know if she's alive or dead anymore. And how did you get back out of the building? Uh, riot, riot police came in and started ushering us out with their, their sticks. Where stuff. did you enter the building and where did you exit? Other side with the scaffolding. We tore through the scaffolding through flashbangs oh, and <sighs> just incriminating himself on the fucking camera. <sighs> God, you can't you can't make this up. Okay, let's get to our next person. Let's gonna make her famous too. Vandalize anything. But we did. <laughs> we should, as I say that. 
uh, we did break down the um, Nancy Pelosi's office door, and oh uh, somebody stole her gavel. Nigger. And uh, took a picture sitting in the chair, flipping off the camera, and that was on Fox News. Um, Patriots got down on the floor. Patriots. And Patriots. <sighs> Y'all, these people do not have on masks. They do not have anything covering their face. Nothing. They're not doing that little. They're not doing that little shit like you see in shows where they're like hidden behind black like darkness, and you know, saying like you just see their body shape and they're just talking, right? Like this person's identity is being protected. You know, what I'm saying for confidentiality. No, this motherfucker is three inches from their fucking phone with their face right in there talking about this shit as if like they're not going to be arrested. Okay, <laughs> now let's get to the, the 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 probably the most widely watched video because this chick just <sighs> here. Let's just play this shit, ma'am. Mm-hmm. What what happened to you? I got mace. You got mace. <laughs> and what happened? You were trying to go inside yeah, the Capitol. Yeah, I, I made it like a foot inside, and they pushed me out, and they maced me. What's your What's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> and why did you want to go in? We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. <laughs> it's a revolution, y'all. Um, I didn't get that memo though. Did y'all get that memo? That they were having a revolution I, in Washington D.C. We must have missed it. I must have missed that. Um, because a uh, revolution from what? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> revolution from what? It's just it's it's mind boggling to me because at what point did they believe that they were going to do anything? Because what I did see on as I was watching this shit is all like these people had lost their mind. Like they were they were doing weird shit. Like I saw like one tweet where there was all like some old lady was trying to climb up over the the wall and she fell. You know she broke her shit. She definitely broke her hip. A knee, <laughs> an ankle, mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Like, something. bro, they had, they were doing the wildest shit, man. Like That's they, crazy. like they were, like he said, they like, trying to climb up over the scaffold, or whatever, tear down the scaffold to get through. They were trying to do like all this extra shit just to get inside the building, for what? And it's 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 amazing to me because as you saw, if you if you watched any of the videos, you watched it as it was unfolding. The police were completely unprepared, like the Capitol Police. Um, nobody there were doing anything to like actually try to get them out of the building. And the one lady that did get shot, I saw the video. Um, at, at one point in time, I saw a tweet that said her name was, I forget the lady's name, but, uh, she was killed by, she was murdered by Capitol police today. Uh, yeah. Cause she was trying to jump through a window that they had already barricaded off the doors and they told her to get down. She didn't get down. So they shot her. I don't really mm. under under understand um the the problem here, right? Because I want everyone to know that today I'm going to announce that January 6th from this day forth will be known as uh the day that blue lives didn't matter because they <laughs> didn't give a fuck about any of those police. None. Zero. Zero. Zilch. Nada, right? And I'm about to play a clip that puts that shit into an entire perspective real quick. So here it goes. It has been five days since the attack, and there has still not been a single federal official briefing on what happened. Not one. Which means everyone is piecing it together through interviews and reporting 
and the copious amounts of footage recorded that day. Now, I have to warn you, this next video is disturbing. It's another example of just how vicious and violent the mob was. Watch closely here at that arch doorway where the rioters drag out an officer defending the Capitol. They bend down and pull him down the stairs and they start beating him. <laughs> Keep an eye on the left side of your screen for the bearded man in a gray jacket. He stands above the officer wielding the American flag and he beats him with it, repeatedly bringing it down on him beating an officer with an American flag. Because there have been no official briefings about what happened Wednesday, we don't know who that officer is, or what condition he or she is now in, or just how many incidents like this one captured here on camera there were amidst the mayhem and the violence in the sprawling Capitol complex. We do know that the rioters came prepared for action, for this kind of action. A Capitol police officer who fought off the mob last week told BuzzFeed, quote, that was a heavily trained group of militia terrorists that attacked us. They had radios. We found them. They had two-way communicators and earpieces. They had bear spray. They had flashbangs. This unsettling video shows a group of men in military-style gear, wearing helmets and body armor, methodically making their way in formation up the Capitol steps. ProPublica and PBS identify them as members of a far-right militia group called the Oath Keepers. <sighs> okay. Boy, these niggas can't ready to play. So again, January sixth, from this day forth, will be known as the day that blue lives didn't matter, because again, these were the same people that said if you just do what the police officers say, everything will be okay. Yep. You know, what I'm saying blue lives matter. You know, what I'm saying all lives matter. Like yep. you know, what I'm saying back to blue. Like these are the same people that right now, if you were to go home, they have somewhere on their wall in their house either a giant black and white flag with a blue strip running th- through the middle of it, mm-hmm. or they have it on the back of their car, or they have it mounted on a pole along with an American flag mm-hmm. on the other side. These are the same people that would try to tell you that Blue Lives Matter, and they acted exactly the same way that Black Lives Matter acted in Ferguson, Minnesota, LA, all across the country, right? And they tried to pretend like they were better than us. So we just gonna go ahead and call y'all hypocrites, man. But bottom line is, is it's, I don't want to hear any argument anymore about any protests, how that shit should be done. Because again, when we tried to do it peacefully, y'all didn't want to see it. Y'all told us mm-hmm. that it, it, it didn't matter. Um, sports is, you know what I'm saying? Fo- Sundays is for sports. I watch sports to get away from the political bullshit. All that shit, although the whole point of a protest is to make it uncomfortable and to draw attention to a, a specific dialogue that needs to happen. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? I digress. But the shit that happened on January 6th is just none other than the epitome of the privilege that white people have because had that been Black Lives Matter or any group of black people, they would have dropped a nuke on Washington, D.C. Oh, absolutely. They would have dropped a fucking nuke. There would have been no hesitation. They would have said, 
you know what? Washington, D.C. is lost. Fuck it. We're scrapping it. We'll build a new capital somewhere else. And they done dropped a nuke on that motherfucker. Nah, I mean, real talk. Like, straight real up. talk. That's the straight up facts. I mean, how many peaceful protests did we have for Black Lives Matter? People just literally standing there and got maced down and got shot at and got ran over, you know, because, they, you know, they taking and they being peaceful about it. The police. You know, you, I mean. The police were yeah. beating. The police were arresting and, and attacking camera crews yeah like they were attacking news anchors and the yeah. media like it's it the the display that happened in washington dc not what actually occurred but just the fact that they were able to do all that and essentially walk out unscathed unscathed not a bruise one person died no pinch no one, scratch yeah one person got shot you know what I'm saying? And that's because she absolutely was like like defying an order to the t like he said, get down, and she kept trying to climb through the window. She finally got both feet up there, and that's when he shot her. So there's that. Crazy. So, uh, but to go run down some more of this foolishness. So there was a dude who was out there in like a basically like a man version of Chewbacca. Uh, that guy got arrested, and apparently he's not eating in jail or he's starving because the jail refuses to feed him <laughs> feed him organic organic food. food. <laughs> I I have heard it all. If that shit, <laughs> if that shit don't scream entitlement to the fifth power, I don't know what <laughs> does, to man. The fifth power. If if that does not scream like that, he feels that he feels privileged enough that he should get organic food, bro. Like he is in jail. <laughs> he is in jail, bro. And this motherfucker is starving because the jail refuses to feed him organic food. Are you fucking shit? Entitlement to the fifth power. <laughs> no. That's the truth. And to round it all off, all these social media sites finally decided, you know what? Trump's gone too far. He's done enough. You know what I'm saying? This shit has officially tipped the scales. The balance mm-hmm. is now way off. So we just need to go hand and band from everything. Fuck all the racist shit that he said prior Yo. to, you know what I'm saying, storming the Capitol. That was it. That was the final straw. <laughs> We're going to remove him from off of all social sites. I don't, I don't really know how to put it into words. So I'm just going to call it what it is. It's not a sad day, but it's an enlightening day because from that day forward, we can now say that, that these people, uh, who claim to be better than us, claim to respect the law, claim to do that. When all was said and done, they were no better than any of the people that they talk about. They were just yeah. savages mm-hmm. who attacked the Capitol, attacked mm-hmm. police officers who mm-hmm. didn't do anything to them. You know what I'm saying? It was just there trying to protect the senators and, and congressmen and women and stuff. So, you know, at the end of the day, they're, you know, saying they no longer have a high horse to stand on. I don't want to hear mm-hmm. no, no, no shit about that. Also, don't want to hear none of these senators condemning any of the things that Donald Trump says. Now, y'all want to say that like he took it too far and he shouldn't have said all that shit. Um, he got the crowd pumped up. Y'all enabled him to do this shit for years, and this will be um, the the this is where his legacy will be remembered as. Uh, you you can make an argument that you know saying that under his presidency the economy did better, um, all this other extra shit. But at the end of the day, this is what it will be remembered as. Like mm. we're gonna remember this right here. Now is he the worst president ever? No, there's some presidents that did some real fucked up shit. Okay, but you know what I'm saying because people be forgetting like it's certain presidents that like own slaves 
and like that actually part. murder slaves. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, uh, let's not let's not be let's not forget history here. But like of our time, he's probably gonna be the worst president ever, like hands down. So uh, unless somebody's worse, um, Joe Biden, you're <laughs> next. So honestly, I ain't looking too good for you. But there's that. <laughs> <sighs> so y'all have anything to add? Uh no. I just Nah, it's, it's just crazy. I'm shit. done with the I'm I Snowflakes. I, yes. Don Lemon said it best. You know what I'm saying? These are the same people that tried to call everybody else snowflakes. Like and Donald Trump, the ultimate snowflake. He couldn't even accept the fact that he lost an election. Nope. Like all kind of in denial, refuse to believe it, bro. It's it's just now they're trying to impeach him. I don't know how I feel about that. It's kind of a viewpoint at this point, but he does lose uh, a lot of shit if he does get impeached. So you know, there's that. Although I truly think that they're just trying to do that at this point, just to like put that black stain on his like presidency. Um, it's kind of pointless. I hope it don't cost us no money because if this impeachment costs us any money, then they can just stop that shit now. And that's, you know, that's (laughs) actually one of the things, you know, because I know we were talking about that the other day. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, from my understanding, because, you know, bro explained it to me last night because at first I was kind of getting irritated. I'm like, why are y'all going to waste all these resources, time and money to impeach somebody who's going to be out of the office in a week? Exactly. But then when my brother explained it, he was like, you know, it's a little more to that. If he was to get impeached, I guess what? He doesn't get like no security for the rest of his life. You know, he doesn't get a, well, he, a salary or the, something like that. He loses almost all of the, the, the benefits that, behind benefits from being a president gets after after they're no longer in office. But the main one is, is that like he can never run for presidency again. So he couldn't rerun in 2024. Okay. Like that's like the one that like they're trying, that's the main reason why they're trying to do it. Like gotcha. we do not want this guy they running for president They don't want this man again. to be trying to run again. So that's, you. so yeah, at first I thought it was pointless. Like I said, I still don't kind of know how I feel about it. I think it's done. I don't think he has a shot in hell after what happened uh, mm-hmm. last week. But you know, people have short term memory so you know he might have a legitimate case to run again cause these people fucking love him yeah. love him I, you know I just don't get it bro like like how do y'all have this much admiration for somebody yeah what? and they do like what what did he what did he do like a lot of these people are pro gun second amendment people no president in, in modern history has enacted more anti-gun laws than Donald Trump like mm-hmm. none like like he is what y'all thought Obama was gonna be like yep. he is no one has acted more anti-gun laws than Donald Trump like I just I don't know why these people love this dude it, it is it is amazing but it is what it is fuck it I don't care enough let's get on to our full <laughs> stories of the week so I'm gonna go first this week y'all because I got a doozy uh oh Oh yeah, my shit fire, cuz. I'm about to fuck y'all up. <laughs> uh Denmark debuts debuts new children's TV show about a man with a huge and uncontrollable penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that shit again. So maybe y'all didn't hear it. Denmark debuts new children's TV show about a man with a huge and uncontrollable penis. Yo, I gotta see this. (laughs) Denmark's flagship broadcaster has suffered blowback over its newest children's TV program, John Dillermond, an animation starring a man with a penis so massive and flexible it can save children from danger, 
fetch objects from a river <laughs> and operate Yo. as a pogo Shut stick. Up. Sh- Yo, wait a minute. Who did this, man? Because that's nigga, that's trademark infringement, nigga. They, they, nigga, they took my penis and made it into a cartoon. That nigga, shut up. Shut the fuck that up. Is crazy. Oh my shut he your ass up. That's really? Trademark infringement, man. This nigga. I can't with you. All right. So the show, whose thirteen episodes are available to watch on the DR Network's website, follows its titular his titular character as he navigates an array of unexpected scenarios caused by his inexplicably huge genitalia. In one episode, for instance, the mustache dealerman uses his gigantic stripy organ as a lead for his dog, but quickly finds himself inundated with a request from his neighbors to take their pets out for a walk too. At another point in the show, he is stuck floating in midair as the balloons are tied to his groin. In another episode, he breaks a friend's vase with his penis and must raise money to pay them back. And in a third, he uses it to steal an ice cream at the zoo. The show's opening montage also shows him using his genitals to keep a lion away from a group of children. A steal from the program showing one of the numerous (laughs) misadventures Dillaman suffers as a result of his genitalia. The show was generally met with hilarity in Denmark and across the internet with many praising it as an appropriate and lighthearted way to teach children about the human anatomy. How is this legal? But some some took issue with the main character's central trait. Danish politician Morten Messer Mr. Smith, a member of the right-wing Danish People's Party, said children should not be forced to watch a cartoon depiction of an adult man's groin. <laughs> and a handful of parents have taken to Facebook page of DR's Children Network, urging them to remove the program. A spokesperson for DR told CNN that most, sorry, that most of those who criticized the program did so without even having seen the show because it wasn't released yet. Now, the great majority here in Denmark are making fun of the few critics instead. Sarah Cecile added... Hundreds of thousands is hundreds of thousands is supporting John Dillerman now in Denmark. It is now a huge success and the children are watching it in big numbers. She said, telling CNN that 200,000 people have viewed the first episode and the network's online description of the show. They state that while Dillerman's genitals get him into embarrassing situations, it can be used for good once he embraces that he is different. DR is Denmark's <laughs> oldest and most well-known broadcaster and was a founding member of the European Broadcasting Union. The network was funded by the taxpayer, making it the Danish equivalent of the BBC or PBS. Yo. So, my cousin pointed out, like, yo, if this was like some shit that was coming on like Adult Swim, or if you had, or if I had seen some shit like oh, brought to you by the creators of Family Guy, American uh-huh. Dad, and Bob's Burgers, exactly. I would think this shit was hilarious. I'd be down to watch it. I'd be like, yo, this shit is probably going to be funny as fuck. But this shit is for children. Yes, I got a problem with that. (laughs) This this ain't right. You know, this is definitely a foolish story. But I will say this. There is an argument to be made here that we tend to treat genitalia as like it's only a sex organ. And that it is something that should not be spoken about, talked about, heard about in any version when you're a child, when like we should normalize certain things as just not being hypersexual. So, I mean, this shit is goofy beyond measure and foolish as fuck. Cause I don't, but 
think about how hypersexual you made reality when in reality the that organ itself is only used in a bedroom you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. in every other facet of it, it is used for a specific medical purpose in your life so that's all i'm saying but yeah this shit is definitely goofy as hell um Y'all look this shit up. This is, yeah, I don't know if you've seen the cartoon, but this shit is made like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this shit's like a claymation cartoon called yeah. Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> now, this one picture where they show him hanging upside down with the balloons tied to his penis. No, nah, this shit is wild. I can't. <laughs> this shit is wild. I can't imagine walking in on my kids watching some shit like this. I'd be like, wait, the what? The fuck are y'all watching? Exactly. Oh, no. Exactly. Turn this shit Hell, off. No, turn it off. Oh, <laughs> turn, turn this shit off off yeah god i wish i had a son i would dress him up for halloween as this man you <laughs> would this, do some stupid shit like that here. you i can't <laughs> you ain't shit this nigga here he I basically he basically look like a like a where's waldo ass outfit on yeah it's just straight white and red shirt yo this shit. dude yo this dude look like grandpa <laughs> oh this nigga bugging this nigga this nigga do not look like grandpa <laughs> He's just, stop he's it. just saying that stop shit, it. man. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. He look like grandpa. Loosely, <laughs> loosely based off of grandpa. <laughs> Yo, but that's my foolish story, man. Oh uh, Denmark Davis, a new children's show about a man with a huge and uncontrollable penis. I don't even. I don't, I don't even want to go after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely ranking up all the votes this week. But y'all can try. Oh man, okay. that was amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, cuz you're up next. Oh, that was amazing. You got to follow that up. I know, right? All right. Well, mine is um, Florida men robbed graves of veterans because they have because <laughs> they have stronger spirits. <laughs> Sheriff said. No, you don't rob some niggas, man. Still from them. Oh, man. Two men are behind bars after what deputies say was a grave robbery for uh, ritualistic purposes targeting veterans burial sites because the spirit is much stronger in a hero. Mm. The men, 43 year old Brian Talatino and 39 year old Juan Lopez were arrested in Polk County after this. I'm just not really like, this is really in Florida. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, in Polk County, <laughs> At the deputies say they broke into four separate graves and took body parts from each person inside. Nigga, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the Lake County Sheriff's Office said, uh, well, they said that the vandals attempt to access a fifth grave. The remains were stolen in early December from Edge from Edgewood Cemetery. Uh, during a news conference on Friday, Polk County Sheriff Grady Jude uh, said that detectives served uh, served a search warrant at Lopez's home where they found a shed with religious shrine and seven skulls. Okay. We're ser- we served we served we served lots of search warrants, but for the first time that I'm aware of, uh, what we found was a was a Palo Mayo shrine something. Um, Jude said of a of a ritualistic altar. 
and they're showing pictures of this shit. This shit's crazy, man. These niggas is in like some voodoo or some shit. Yeah, like some I don't play around. Connection. I rebuke it in the name of yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I don't play Jesus. with that voodoo hoodoo. That so. is crazy. In the name. In the <laughs> name. In the all name yeah, of Jesus. Some, this some wild shit right here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Before the men vandalized the grave sites, uh, Jude said they drank Bacardi rum and spit <laughs> it out onto the ground. Then they would smoke a cigar and then inhale the smoke. Uh, the purpose of that was to protect them from the spirits, Jude added. Three of the four tombs raided belonged to members of the armed forces. Two were in the army fighting in the Korean War and World War One, while others were um, a Marine still wearing his uniform at the time of the raid. Wow. Uh, when asked about why a hero's okay. grave... He, Lopez, said because the spirits is much stronger in a hero than in a normal person. <laughs> and also okay. and also, when you have the skull of a hero, the spirit is not only stronger, but it can protect you from evil. The fourth Y'all, person- nigga. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> Y'all the evil ones, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Exactly. Oh, my God. The fourth person was not in the armed forces, uh, but was a caregiver. Uh, her family said when Lopez was questioned, uh, Jews said he was saying he referred he referred to cemeteries as holy sites um, and shopping centers. What? He, cons- he considers the cemetery shopping centers. We didn't say that he did. Jews said while pointing to Lopez's mugshot, he complained that in the United States is difficult in getting human remains to practice his religion. Mm. Mm-hmm. Both men were booked at the Polk County Jail on their Lake County warrants. The charges include four counts of blah, 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 all that good stuff. Um, you can't condemn this. It's uh, tough enough words, Jude explained, uh, setting their religious views aside because I'm not going to attack anyone's religion. Uh, they're conducted here um, is res- something <laughs> in, in the strongest terms. Oh, um, era, um Re, 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 pre, I cannot say this word. Reprehensible. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Reprehensible. Yeah, okay. reprehensible. Okay, I get tongue tied too um, when I'm reading. Like, oh, um, oh yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, so that's crazy as shit. Um, these motherfuckers okay. um are in some type of religious occult or something, or you know what have you. And um, maybe yeah, they were they afraid of something. Maybe they thought they sold they sold to the devil and like needed like some strong spirits in their house to like right. protect them from like the devil. Right. Yeah, that's what yeah, that's crazy. Again, whatever the case may be, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I don't know <laughs> part of it. Where's yeah. my holy water in my Bible? <laughs> I feel you, sis. Cause that's that's some, facts. Man, I ain't playing here. with that. Oh, I had nothing man. to do with that shit. I don't want nothing to do with that. Y'all keep that over yeah, there. Y'all got. It. Y'all got it. That's crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's because it's Foolish Story, sis. It's going to get into yours. All right. So, my Foolish Story is Miss Soho Karen says she's not racist because she's Puerto Rican and 10 CBS Q&A. Mm-hmm. So, if y'all don't know who Miss Soho Karen is... I just found out about her. Yeah. So, um little backstory so uh cbs this morning broadcast the second part of their interview with 22 year old woman mia Pacetta, uh poncetto 
who was arrested in Ventura County on Thursday, hours after the interview conducted. The so-called Soho Karen's initial alleged assault on Kenyon Harold Jr., a 14-year-old black teen, has given way to a PR campaign that her lawyer told in Entertainment Tonight was difficult. Ponsetto was charged Saturday on multiple counts, including attempted robbery, uh, robbery and attempted assault. This portion of the interview was often, often more uh, fraught than the initial footage released Friday, with interviewer Gail King signing, uh, signing and seeming expiration on expressions on Ponsetto's conduct. After Keen asked uh, Ponsetto to recollect the details of the day, she said that in her mind, any person could have taken her phone. I wasn't racially profiling whatsoever, she said. Uh -huh. I'm Puerto Rican. I like a, I'm, I'm like a woman of color. I'm Italian, Greek, Puerto Rican. King responded, does that mean that you can't be racist because you're saying you're a woman of color? Is that what you mean? Exactly, Ponsetto said. <laughs> um, she said exactly so uh, later in the interview King told um, Pacetto frankly you seem to be not uh, remorseful to have no um, consideration there, uh, that you're almost a little what is it flippant about this you have to understand for this teenage boy who says that he was shattered who said that he was traumatized this is a big deal she said Ponsetto then cut her off to say, I'm traumatized. Yeah, I'm 22. I've lived probably just the same amount of life as him. Like, honestly, I'm just as a kid at heart as he is. CBS also aired an emotional interview with Kenyon Parents, the Trump, uh, Trump, Trumpter Kenyon Herald and Kat Rodriguez, who said Ponsetto apology was a genuine as when she shushed king i'm happy that she's been arrested he said but but that's only the first step in a very big conversation that needs to happen here in america if i had done that that mia Ponsetto had done to my son i'd be in jail i'll be in jail now kenyon is still struggling after the alleged assault rodriguez added he tensed up she said when she hugged him from behind they also rebuffed Ponsetto's claim that she did not racially racially profile their son. No one has to say the N-word for something to be an act of racism, Harold said. So this is the backstory. Soho Karen is a 22-year-old chick that was in New York and lost her cell phone. She automatically assumed that this 14-year-old boy, um, apparently, I guess, had like the same phone as she did, accused him of stealing her phone. The hotel was already in the process of helping her find her cell phone. But this girl proceeded to approach this 14-year-old child and not only verbally abuse him, accusing him of stealing, but then she physically assaulted the boy and attacked him, trying to take the phone out of his hand, which was clearly not her phone. After the altercation, the hotel did get with her and tell her, hey, we have your phone. This girl is, the fact that she said, oh, I'm like a kid too. Nah, bitch, you're 22 years old. This boy's 14. Yeah, you're not a child. You're not even in the same running. You're, you're not a child. You're a grown-ass yeah. woman. <laughs> like, you know, and so in the interview with Gail, she actually cut Gail off, said, okay, enough, because Gail's trying to get her to understand, like, 
what part it is you did, you're not understanding what's wrong. And she all of it, all of it. Well, (laughs) uh, I was just trying to do my part. And in my mind, um, it just wasn't him. I was going after all those who was going in and out the hotel because it could have been anybody who had my phone. And she said, "Okay, so you went after everybody. But yet the footage showing you only going after this boy and physically attacking him. Well, I mean, yes, could I have handled the situation in a better way? Yes, but like, did I physically attack him? Like, I just wanted my phone. Like, she just was not getting it. Like, she just is not clicking in her head. So this has been um, ongoing. She recently, um, after the interview, uh, they did uh, end up arresting her, uh, as you know, as I read, uh, after she did like a little, she actually did like a little mini car chase <laughs> before they actually got <laughs> to her and had to drag her ass out the car. Um, she even had got to that point. Soho Karen arrested right after Gail King interview, led cops on a chase and had to be drugged up out the car. Um says uh mia Posado, the woman uh, more properly known as soho karen was finally arrested for assaulting a black teen following viral and uh, violent confrontation in new york city the day after christmas when she uh leveled false accusations of theft before doing her best linebacker impression and actually tackling him at a hotel where she wasn't even a guest the episode has traumatized a 14 year old boy uh Kenyon Harold Jr. and his father as a famous jazz musician. After avoiding arrest for nearly two weeks, Posetto has nabbed in her car in California on Thursday. She was taken into custody and booked by the Ventura County Sheriff's Office office after representatives from NYPD flew to Southern California earlier this week to help uh, coordinate the arrest. But the Festy 22-year-old woman didn't surrender easily, according to reports. Ventura County Sheriff uh, Captain Eric uh, Buschild said Posetto was borderline violent with his officers when they attempted to uh, apprehend her. Police initiated a traffic stop when they saw Posetto driving near her home in the city of Peru, but she refused to stop for two blocks. Then when she finally did stop, she refused to get out of the car. Finally, the police had to uh, resort to using some force on her. She tried to slam the door on uh, one of the deputies and that when they just reached in and forcibly removed her. But uh, Buschild told the Associated Press there was no immediate indication of the charges Posetto was facing, but Buschild said that said there was the possibility of adding on charges of resisting arrest too. The Ventura County Sheriff's Office said in a press release that Posado was being held without bail on a fugitive warrant and will remain in local custody pending extradition hearing to return her to New York City. Posado previously issued a halfway apology to the Herald family, an apology that was not accepted. We are not interested in what she has to say in her uh, finging remorse, and we certainly will not provide her a public platform and audience to do as much. Kenyon Harold and his partner, Educate Cat Rodriguez, said this week in part of a statement about their son. Uh, this this chick is is just all over the place. Like she holds herself in no accountability. She 
feels like she was doing her part. She actually trying to turn around like she's the victim and it's absolutely ridiculous. Her reasoning is you just imagine being in New York by yourself and the only way means to your family was with your phone and I just wanted to get my phone. But again, like Ms. Gail King was trying to get her to understand why the boy? Like what possessed you to be like, oh, this kid has my phone. And not just talk to the kid about it, tackles the kid, wrestling with the kid to get something he did not have. Sit your ass down somewhere. Miss Soho Karen. And this whole racial profiling business talking about, oh, I'm Puerto Rican. Nah, you ain't finna do that, bro. Like, we're not doing this. <laughs> yeah, we can't stay. No, we're not doing that. Oh, I was gonna say that. what you were doing. It's a long article. Um, here's what I'm gonna say though. Uh, she's crazy because yeah, if you watch the absolutely. video, she's insane. So, oh, absolutely. The interview was just like, I mean, I'm just blown away. Like, is this girl for real right yeah. now? And, then, and I'm I'm wondering if that's her mother sitting next to her because if it it's was, not, it's a lawyer. Oh, okay. Because I'm just like, I would have shut her ass up a lot. Like, bitch, I need you to shut up right now. Like, now, I'm only. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm only going to how you put this. Um, I don't want to say give her any excuses, but I will say that it's not entirely her fault because um, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And her and her mom got arrested like last year, right? At a hotel, didn't they? I believe so, yeah. So, yeah. So, she didn't have the greatest probably role models yeah role model or person that knew how to keep a level-headed like person raising her so this is probably the behavior that she believes needs to happen so i'm just saying based off of that information it doesn't justify it because she's an adult now but at the same time like you're gonna be a product of your environment yes so if your mom is flying off of the hinge at every chance that she gets, you're going to be the type of person like that. And she's an arrogant, entitled little piece of shit. So, Damn. I'm sure, like, she is. <laughs> like, if you watch the video, like, the way she talk, was talking to Gail King, when she was all like, hold up, Gail. I, they did have my phone. No, the Uber person had your phone. The Uber person brought it back yes, to the to that's location. that's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. She left it in the Uber, and yeah. Oh, you left it in an Uber and the guy in the Uber uh-huh. brought it back to the hotel. So, in which case, you're an entitled lying piece of shit. She, uh, she, she better, like, the dad better than me because I just, uh, like you said, he, he picked it up and slammed her to the ground, but that's what you're supposed to do because you attacked his son. Like, oh, I, I don't, I don't know, like, what version of this you thought where you can attack somebody and you're not gonna get attacked back because Wait, if yeah. I'm out with my, like, I love y'all, but like, on my other side of the family, if you, if, 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 if we out and you attack one of us, you getting jumped, like, getting oh, stumped absolutely. into the ground. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. like, you're not walking away from it. <laughs> like, yeah, like, we definitely gonna get arrested that day. I know they was trying so, to say something like, oh, well, you know, he didn't look like a kid, because I think he was a pretty tall kid. I mean, he's 14. I think he's like almost six foot. I don't give a damn. He ain't full of tall. The boy's 14 years old. Yeah, she'd have found he's her, a kid. She'd have found her real quick. Real quick. Real quick. She would have got her. So, let, let that have been us that day. Yeah. Would have got beat down. 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 Yeah, chin check. Fuck out of here! Fuck out of here! Like, one, one swing. 
You know, I mean, can you One imagine that foolish shit? Can you imagine you minding your own business? You with your dad, you're there for, you know, he, they're musicians. They're there to play whatever, whatever. Yeah. And this crazy broad comes up to you and attacks you talking about you stole her phone. Like, bro, am I in the twilight zone? Like, what's going on I'm right saying, now? Man, you can't take anything too far when it comes to your kids. So no, I really, you I really can't. stress this. You can't no. take anything too far when it comes to your kids. So mm-hmm. in which case, uh, whatever she's complaining about, like she got lucky because it meant me. I'd have, I'd have fucking DDT them motherfucking ass. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No so, hesitation. Stone Cold. We stone both would have been in jail. Rock <laughs> bottom. <laughs> People's elbow. It'd have been all that happening up in there. All of it. Okay. All of it. All right. So, uh, y'all know what time it is. It's time to submit our case to the jury. That sound gets me oh, every man. time. <laughs> <laughs> every time. I'm going to keep this real short and sweet, y'all. Uh, as always, I'm just going to read to y'all the title of my shit. I mean, it's really nothing else to say. Okay? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I come to you to stand before you today to explain to you why my story is the most foolish of the week. <laughs> I want you to understand that in Denmark, there is a broadcasting station that thought it was a good idea to make a show. No. Not a show, a children's show about a man with a huge and uncontrollable penis <laughs> that gets him into trouble. <laughs> I want to say that again. There is a show in Denmark. No, a children's show about a man with a huge and uncontrollable penis that gets him into trouble into that each one of the does. episodes. <laughs> I want you to understand that this isn't the type of thing that children should be seeing. And I know I've talked about how like we live in a hypersexual world and we kind of need to get away from that, but we haven't got away from that. And so until we do something like this, it's just ridiculous. It's unrealistic. What would be the point of this? It serves mm-hmm. no function at all. Why couldn't he have a fucking uncontrollably long hair or some stupid shit? Why did he have to have an uncontrollable long penis? Uh, it's with that being said that if you compare it to the rest of these stories, Ash, her shit ain't really foolish. It's actually terrible. <laughs> it's self-inflicted. It really is just an entitled piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Who Absolutely. can't see your own wrongs? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that. Absolutely. Just an Very ent- entitled piece an of an shit. An entitled piece of shit that doesn't understand her wrongs. Now, once again, Cuz has another foolish story. But again, I gave him that shit. <laughs> so <laughs> like this nigga's just piggybacking off of my shit you know what I'm saying and all of you niggas last week that voted for him y'all niggas really voted for me so why don't y'all just give me the votes just like, give me the votes it just makes sense like this nigga is plagiarism at his finest <laughs> like this nigga is using my shit but oh, his shit, shit is uh, can't be as foolish as mine because it was just a bunch of high ass devil worshipping white dudes so you know <laughs> just doing you know meth head ass shit so thank you I rest my case vote for me the most foolish story of the week your boy Imperator Rose are you cuz cuz oh, cuz I got nothing to say cuz start this video oh shit it's cuz uh, hello Oh, oh shit, he's my back. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> oh shit. Is it? <laughs> okay, we gotta wrap it up, cuz about to leave. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go, cuz. <laughs> we gotta go through Let's this go. quick. Yo. Run through it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, so uh my fellow Americans, um, if you call yourself an American, 
a patriot of this country, yeah. if you respect this country for what it stands for, liberty and freedom, then you most definitely have to vote for my story. Because we have two foolish-ass men that were robbing graves of our fellow fallen soldiers. This can't go on any longer. You it's have to respect the country. He's trying to pull at the heart yeah. strings, my nigga. It's like, not there, <laughs> It's over, nigga. Oh, my goodness. All right, but keep going. We can't let this happen. <laughs> I can't. It's a wrap, nigga. It's done. <laughs> done. They will get out one day. Okay, all right. And well. their religion ain't going nowhere. And uh, they might want to try this again. Okay, all right. It's up to us and it's up to the voters to make sure that people like this clock out and go home all the time. All right. Now, because the story is, yeah, it's foolish. I will admit it. It's very foolish. But to me, it's not that foolish because that's really the life I live every day with my penis. <laughs> so, this nigga helping me out. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, it's really not, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Any girl that talks to me can tell you, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, I mean, that kid's show is basically Carlos's life. You feel me? So, <laughs> so <I> mean, <laughs> hey, ain't that the truth? Because Lord knows he'll be getting you in some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you can clearly relate. <laughs> so, this shit, so, you know what I'm saying? That shit is foolish, but, you know, it's not that foolish when you live that life every day. You feel me? Um, and, you know, Ash's story, Ash's story is just an entitled Puerto Rican. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty, Pretty much. much an entitled Puerto Rican. Um, so yeah, y'all know who to vote for. If y'all consider yourselves American, if y'all consider yourselves um people of this country, this especially guy. my black people out there, especially my black people out there, um, y'all can't let this stand, all right? So um I can't go on the website can't. and y'all know who to vote for. <laughs> stop. Stop it. Stop. Please stop. All right. Okay, so Yes. Is this broad entitled? Absolutely, Lutely. She is. That that's how she feels. But it's still foolish as shit. How foolish you gotta be to think it's okay to just run up on somebody, a random person, a kid at that, assuming him taking something you clearly lost somewhere else. Like where in your white mind, and I said that right, white mind. White. You thought that was okay. I, I, I don't get it. You, you, you know, I, I just don't get it. And then what's even more worse, you, you still don't see like you did nothing wrong. All you can say is, oh, I could have handled the better, the situation better. I just needed my phone. You're playing victim. You traumatized a 14 year old boy over a damn cell phone. That's what we're doing. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Foolish. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie though. My brother got a good one. With it the dick is. issues in this cartoon, Denmark's on a whole nother situation. They must got something in the water because I don't children think show, y'all. Yeah, I mean, it's a children's show. <laughs> it's a children's yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> how is this legal? Show. Like, how is this okay? Who okay this? As <laughs> far as my cuz, you know, again, nigga ain't even put no effort into it. Like, he stole my shit. He, you know, I mean, shit, if I anything, was... that's the foolish shit because he didn't find a story. I was changing. I was changing tires. You know what I'm saying. I'm all man over here. That's right. You got a whole week. I got. Yo. You got a whole yeah, week. Okay. <laughs> you got a whole week. I had duties. 
Yeah, 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 the whole week. So, you know, help a sister out. Help it's foolish. <laughs> give her one vote. Give me one vote. Shit, give me something. Help, help me, please. Help me, please. Help, please. help me, please. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's it, y'all. It wraps up episode 22. 22. So, if you made it this far, we appreciate you for kicking it with us this week. Make sure you click that subscribe button and rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all your dope listening letters and vote for your most foolish story of the week. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off. It's your boy, Imperator Rose. And it's your girl, Ash. And it's that boy, Cole Theory. We out. We out.